The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation and production. Visit our website, cspn.us, for more episodes of Classic Team Up. Something about he had like a bad sexual episode last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and people start laughing. Well, you're still young. It'll happen more and more. In the meantime, what do you say we get down to some business? First, Mr. Reed, I see. You gotta have like a continuance. <laughs> This case has been delayed several times, Mr. Reed. I realize that, Your Honor, but I would really, really, really like a continuance. I'll have to hear good cause, Counsel. What's the problem? He kind of fixes his face, trying to figure out a lie, and realizes... Problem. I can't lie! Commendable, Mr. Reed, but I'm I'm waiting to hear a good cause. Do you have one or not? Not. Motion for continuance denied. (laughs) Oh, my God. Bow Week Grind Out Week Ninny Bar. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting and awesome edition of Classic Team Up, your favorite podcast on the CSPN Network. I'm your host with the most you know me. And in case you don't know, my name's in the show title. You can call me Classic. And I'm back with another show. Now, this may or may not be your favorite podcast on the CSPN Network, but check out all of our fine lineup of wonderful shows at our website at cspn.us. Uh, you can keep up with the classic team up as well as other shows like the Bad Advice Show, Good Terrible Show, uh, which is back, um, Chronic College, Know the Score, The Wrestlecast, Comic Book Chronicles. I'm going to start running out of you know fingers trying to count the shows we got, but a great lineup of shows. And of course, all of that is absolutely free 99. You don't got to pay any money. So check that out. But here I am with classic team up, the flagship, the greatest show. It's not the show. Stop lying to the people But this is my show, this is how I run things You hear me announce at the top of all these shows This is the CSPN No, now, after the announcement You still hear my voice So for those that have listened for the first time uh, Welcome, for those that are long-time listeners Thanks for coming on back And I've got a great guest this week We're going to chop it up um, And we're going to team up In fact, uh, and we go I say she and I go way further back than we actually thought we did uh, When we met when we finally met, it was like, oh, you know, cool. And then I think we both said something, and it was like, we got something in common. And then next thing you know, we like had so much in common. So she and I have been talking a lot, and we are going to talk here on the show. I want to welcome her to y'all. Amber is with us on the uh, Classic Team. Welcome, Amber. Greetings and salutations, motherfuckers. How y'all doing? <laughs> Just like that, right out the gate. I appreciate <laughs> the, the, the honesty and candor. I didn't even call them motherfuckers yet, but that's cool. I appreciate that because some of them do, you know, awesome real motherfuckers. And for you motherfuckers listening at home, uh, please uh, tweet at us. Uh, you can use the hashtag Classic Team, uh, spelled just like the show title, or uh, tweet at me at Classic Materia. Amber, did you want to let folks know uh, where they can find you if they wanted to, uh, you know, follow you or, uh, you know, etc. Hell no. Maybe <laughs> Trust me, I, I could screen all of them for you too. I'd be like, <laughs> no, you can't follow her. No, no, it's cool. Um, if you would like to follow me, I don't be talking about shit at the moment. But my at name on Twitter is at JoneeXO, J O N E E X O. Please call me Amber. There are only a few people on the face of the earth that can call me Jonay without dying. So there's that. Yes, there it is. There it is. 
and you know you want to you want to keep your life but you know use them twitter fingers follow and uh, check us out on the cspn um now amber i guess i should begin but not it's not at the beginning but let's talk about how and when and where we met now we followed each other on on twitter on the twitter machine for a while now like for a minute mm-hmm. um i think you had one of those profiles i was like Oh, yo, yo, she's cool as shit, you know. And like, I would see like what you was talking about, and you know, we always, we almost always agreed on things. And I was like, I'm gonna follow her. And plus, you know, I'm, I, I have no bones about saying this. Some of y'all are cute as fuck, so I'm like, yeah, she, she's cute too. I'm gonna follow her. Uh, but, <laughs> Tell me, so, no, yeah. no. <laughs> but um, that's not so... saying you were just a super superficial follow, you know. So that's that's. But I do superficially follow people too. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I, so so do I. I most definitely superficial <laughs> yeah. follow people. Like yeah. most of most of my Instagram is, you know, like you have those pages of you know black bearded men and you know things <laughs> like that. Everybody's like you know a personal trainer or a model or something like that. And I'm just looking at this like this shit sad. Yeah. But he fine as fuck, so you know what? I'm with it. <laughs> you know, and, uh, from what I hear, uh, black bearded, black and bearded can get you in trouble. Um, uh, but uh, that's that's neither here nor there. I'm black and bearded, and I'm a I'm a saint. So I don't understand what these people are talking about. You a whole about. ass lie. Why are you lying on Sunday? <laughs> well, this is my show. I can be who I want. You know, it's like they, we're okay, all the hero. You're gonna we're, be a liar. We're all the hero of our own story. <laughs> And you know okay. that's, a, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Oh, I. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for keeping me honest. Um, so, but we met in person like a while ago, um, and it was funny because it was at another Janae's house. I'm not calling you, yeah. Janae, so don't hurt yeah, me. no, no, it's it's fine. <laughs> yes, uh, at Didi Janae on Twitter, or D A K A Didi, um, who is the um, she's she's part of the Wrestlecast crew. She's like our SmackDown correspondent on the Wrestlecast. And yes, I was is. there, of course, as she calls me chairman, which is like flattering because I'm the chairman of our network, et cetera. But she calls me that like in real life. She's like, hey, chairman. I'm like, ah, don't call me that. Maybe feel <laughs> People are like, you want a chair? What, what, you got a cane or something? But anyway, I was we were over there and uh, we just started chilling and vibing and like talking and everything. And like it was like probably the, the coolest experience because we both like got it. I think we we're on the same team in uh, Cars Against Humanity. Oh God! What a night! What a night that was. Yes, and we found we we found out like how just disturbed and messed up people were, and uh, but I think our sense of disturbedness was one and the same. Like we kind of was on that wavelength of yeah, we're both like equally as fucked up. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and then we started finding out so many things that we had in common. It was like just great. It was, and the one thing that you and I both have in common is that we both attended Virginia State University. Yes. Which is about fifteen minutes away from my house, actually. Yes, yes, you are you are local to the to, to the uh, good old VSU. Now, I am. now we didn't attend at the same time. People were like, yeah, yo, was a campus together. Nah, um, I was in the nineties, and uh, you were like in the two thousands or late was it late nineties, two thousands or like two thousand. What, what years were you there? Uh, two thousand five to about two thousand ten, and two thousand ten I left, went to South Carolina. Later on that year, I uh, stayed in Georgia for a year and a half and got my culinary degree from there. Okay, so so yeah, so not only you know are you a fellow VSU Trojan, but you were also uh, you know you you can cook a good you can cook a good game. Ain't bad, ain't too shady. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, you cook better than a lot of these fools that's out here. You know, you actually went to school for that shit, so. But here's the thing, though. The shade is, even though I went to school, there are a lot of people that did not went to, did not go to school, did not went to school. Look at my education showing. Um, <laughs> did not go to school and are absolute monsters in the kitchen. A lot of people that are, you know, celebrity chefs, uh, you know, may know them on TV or from social media. A lot of them are not formally trained, and they are yeah. Beast. Yeah, I, and uh, wh- why do you think that is? Is it like love, you know, of the kitchen, or like you know, family upbringing, or like what what kind of makes people good at cooking? Or, you know, well, there there definitely is the love and passion that you have. If you don't have that in anything, especially in cooking, people are going to know. You know, it doesn't matter if you have formal training or if you don't. You know, if I go interview for a job and somebody else is interviewing for the same position i have a degree they don't but they outperform me i'm out of a job you know Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter for some people it doesn't matter if you have a degree or not can you make the fucking soup or can't you that's it i remember um i had a roommate at state who uh i taught how to cook of all things spaghetti because he was like he struggled more than water (laughs) yeah but i mean like 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 he was he would say that like i can't even boil water and i was like it's simple. You put the water on the pot and just heat it up. And then, you know, you put some butter, some salt, and then you then you go to town. You know? Of course, I was no, like, I was no super, like, kitchen marvel myself, but um, I would fuck up some hamburger help. I think we that's all we ate was hamburger help. That sounds <laughs> about right. Helper. That yeah, sounds like, about right. Yeah, and ramen noodles and the sardines and all that stuff. Like, there was, there was things that I ate at college that I'll eat it now if I just don't give a fuck and it's Friday night and, you know, like, but it's, it's like, I, I, that can't be my diet anymore. You know, I'm too old. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. You know what I found funny? It was one time, and I think I took a picture of it, it's still in my, uh, my Facebook somewhere, and, you know, you have the rules, especially being in in college in 2005 and around that time, you know, there were certain electronic items that you couldn't have in your room or your dorm, but they're selling it in the bookstore. Yes. Like, how, how oh. does that how does that work? If you say we can't have hot plates and you mm. know rice cookers and all of that stuff, but you got it in the bookstore, like what? what how? Explain this that's, to me. Help me that, understand. It's not reading the rule book or, 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 or reading compliance, or, or it's like um, I don't know. I, I really can't call it because people would buy we, people would buy that shit. I mean, we we had people was having fish fries and stuff like that in their dorm and stuff like that. <laughs> they, they really were. The dorm hustle was deep. The, it really was. It was deep. Um, I've, I've mentioned this on a previous show. You know what my hustle in the dorm was? And this was before the computer lab was like, you know, the, 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 as advanced as it is now on most college campuses. Don't tell me you was going and printing lyrics off of uh, original no. hip-hop lyrics archive, were you? No, I used to I used to type papers for people. Like, not, like, type their paper. Like, I had a typewriter, an electric t- electronic typewriter in my, in, in my, like, I had it. Like, in my, I've actually had the thing since high school. Oh wow! And so I had it in my dorm room, and so people. What I tell people, like, because I was posted on the door. Yeah, everyone had the little sign on the door. Yeah, you, I was like Lord Jamal, and uh, you know, my, my roommate was, you know, Aunt Dog or something like that. We was, you know, and so I was like, type, papers type for you, you know, write your, you know, you had to write it, handwrite it, because people, you know, there's people that just hand wrote papers, and the, and this was for the people that waited last minute mostly. So it's like yeah. you know that was closed. Your shit's due tomorrow, and you're writing up your paper, and you need it typed and presentable for the next day. So oh my I, God. so I didn't sleep. Like I was like one of those. I'm I'm still to this day. I'm, I stay up. I, I stay up mad late. You know, which is not good. You can get your sleep, people. But I would, people would come by um, with their written up, you know, on loose leaf paper, their paper, whatever it is for whatever class, history, English, you name it. 
Um, and they'd be like, yo, I need this type double space. Um, and it has to be like 400 words, whatever. So you can count the words and make sure it's good. And I would just type it for them. And like they would get it that morning. They pick it up that morning on the way out. You know, they, you know, they pay the 10, $15. And it was like made some good money and people got their papers in. And now I, I know you, it had to be, it had to be some people that with the most atrocious handwriting on the face of the earth. That uh, you had yes. to get to. I yes. knew it had to be. Yes. And th- thankfully they were in the same dorm. So I would just knock on the door or call, I'd get their number. Like I learned the hard way. You got to like, well, actually not every dorm had a phone. That's another thing too, um, but we was in a Stone Age. Huh? Yeah, we was in, we was in Williams before. Like th- th- we was in Williams at the time they was renovating Per Year Hall because we started in Per Year Hall and they was like, oh, we need to renovate Per Year, so we're gonna move a lot of y'all to Williams. And we had already established our territory as uh, Per <laughs> Year niggas, and then Williams niggas over there. So when we went to Williams, it was like fresh meat in jail or something. Like yeah, they was looking at us like yo, fucking Per Year. So that first week was nothing but fights all up and down the hallway. <laughs> People like, yo, get out of my face, per you nigga. Fuck you, Williams. Yeah, you and Williams. <laughs> oh my god. I thought it was gang warfare on campus. <laughs> Over dorm room. <laughs> like, why are you cleaning the set and you ain't even on a full semester in college yet? That's how you, you know the got, first you have, you have zero credits. You trying to claim a dorm. You don't just go you sit down somewhere. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna lose your whole college college career. Over some gang warfare in your first semester, <laughs> shanking people in the bathroom and shit <laughs> with a with a sharp tube of toothpaste, like you sharpen the edge there. Yeah. Anyway, oh my god, the show's supposed to be about you, and I'm telling dorm stories. No, because this is hilarious. Because I can, no. it, it seems like some, you know, one of the old. Yeah, late eighties, early nineties, like kind of gang war type of thing. You said they're clicking bottles together per year. Yes, come out and play. Sit your asses down somewhere. Oh, for real, it was wild. Um, and I got tons of college stories from my time at state, and that tells you how far apart we were at school at the same school because it's like damn near a decade, more than a decade, but just about a decade. And like, but experiences are similar, but they're so different because I'm like, absolutely, y'all had. Y'all had co-ed dorms. Like we didn't have co-ed dorms until uh, we. The first co-ed dorm was like my last year there. Which uh, one was that? I think it was Langston Hall. Oh yeah, Langston that was anymore. where most of the. Uh, I think that was where all the honor students was. I yes. Say. Well, that's why. That's why they trusted them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure there was some pregnancies that year anyway. So it don't matter. No comment. Yeah. There's <laughs> probably some VSU baby, some Langston Hall babies listening to the show right now. Hey. Ooh. Um. You know your parents. Uh, they 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 really loved each other uh, back then. No, they didn't. Okay. <laughs> no, they didn't. Do, hey, look, not, do not let him lie to you. There I, there are still people. Well, I could say something worse. I could be like, I could have been your dad if I shot my shot in the you know. You know what? Calf. Nah, I was you know, I was already I was thank already. You I was everybody already. for listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> we no, gonna go I, ahead and wrap this bitch up right now. I had checked out already. I was already like one foot out the door. Like, ah, oh, man. This college life, I'm done with it. So, and so like, I was always walking around in the days my senior year, like, just or what was supposed to be my senior year. At the senior year, I just kicked in hard. But anyway, um, I said I didn't even get there. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, with the papers, though, like, I was spell checking shit, like, correcting stuff. There were times I was filling in blanks. There was probably some plagiarism going not plagiarism, but like uh, cheating going on. But for the most part, I just typed what they gave me. And so if they got a D on a paper, and a lot of times I would say, come back and, you know, let me know you're great. I don't think I did a guarantee, like, if you get an F on your paper, you know, you get your money back or nothing. But I would always say, yo, come back and let me know what you got on your paper. 
because I'm curious and, uh, you know, if I was smart, I would have had testimonials. Like, you know, I would have been like, yo, uh, Classic typed my paper for me at 3 a.m. I got a B minus. Thank you, Classic. See, you, you could have started Yelp. You was on that bullshit. Yeah, I would have had a startup, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> no, but then I'd have been edged out or pushed out by the uh, computer lab when they, that shit was open and running all hours and stuff. The computer lab was so whacked then, too, because we had Microsoft. We didn't have Microsoft Word. It was Word Perfect. Oh, I remember WordPerfect. Word Perfect. Not Corel Word Perfect. I'm like the original OG Word Perfect. Um, and then when they got internet, um, I used to make web pages, websites for people. Um, not websites, web pages, like on Tripod and GeoCities. <gasps> oh, I had one too. <laughs> yeah, so like I had my page, and I, I knew a few people that got that hustle too. Most of them were um, computer science students. Like you go in there, and you get on the you get on the internet, you're playing around, and then you look over, and my man got his Tripod or his GeoCities page. It's playing music. It's got little clips and little uh, animated shit. You're like, how you do that? Nah, man, I just coded it, man. Oh, make me one. Next thing you know, they're charging three, five dollars, uh, or ten dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna hook up my GeoCities page. Ain't nobody gonna see that shit out of, outside of state. Maybe your friends. <laughs> maybe I was gonna say maybe your friends online, but who the fuck had you know? Everyone that was online was like a college student that was just going up in their library trying to use the internet. And um, man, oh, yeah. man, but it's I, like it's it's funny because some of the experiences that that you have i also had as well he's just in a, a different time frame in a, yes. in a different place like i remember when the yahoo webpage was gray and it was mm. all centered it, everything was mm. all center space i remember that like it was the background was gray the yahoo label was uh was red it originally started out as red and, you know, you had the GeoCities. I remember making a GeoCities page after I saw a couple of uh, friends of mine doing it. I was at another school, and they would be uh, making pages for their friends, you know, posting their pictures, making little bios, yeah. like those little uh, those little clips, uh, little clip art of, like, little dolls with different outfits and stuff on it. I remember yeah. all that shit. That shit was Sparkly fun. Sparkly graphics and stuff. This was before MySpace had that shit hidden. And it made me oh, like- yeah. Live and sparkly graphics and all that shit, man. And it, it's funny how far we've come. Come so it's like now it's just a little uh, at name and a little bitty hundred micro micro profile is enough because now you can just tweet all day or you got your little Facebook thing, which is uh you know I, I, I said this many times. Facebook is for relatives and and for your job. Facebook ain't for like like I go on Facebook now just to tell my folks back home that I'm not dead. Like hey, what's up, Facebook? How you doing? <laughs> Oh, shit, he's still alive. Good, good. Yeah, they go, Ooh, Jamal, where you, Jamal, where you been, man? I ain't seen you in a minute on Facebook. I'm like, I'm not on Facebook, though. You know, if you was, like, following me on at CSPN Media or at Classic Classic Materia, you know all the dirt I begin. But then you don't want your family, because then they'd be the same ones calling you, talking about, oh, you could tweet about some bullshit, but you can't pick up the phone, or you can't uh, Facebook me. I'm like, nah, man. Keep I keep my world separate. You know? See, I, I'm, on, I'm on social media a lot. You know, I'm I'm on my Facebook and yeah. my my Instagram a lot. I'm not on Twitter as much anymore. Um, I'm trying to trying to get back on there, but I'm like one of them people that would just be sitting there in the corner looking at everybody else tweet now. Lurking cool. Pee. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm. Oh yeah. God, I'm a yeah, I'm a I'm a lurker as, at the yeah. moment. I've been well, lurking for like months. Here's the, thing about, here's the difference between lurking on Twitter versus lurking on Facebook. Lurking on Twitter, of course, you get the news, you get the you know, you get the opinions, you get the head assery, you get like the you know, you get all that stuff. Facebook, you get that plus you get shit you don't need or you might not want to see like. Um, your aunt's crackpot theory about 
uh, or your aunt's crackpot theory about um, you know Steve Harvey and how he's like a, a great American or some oh, shit like that. Jesus Christ! Or 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 yeah, you know your brother got high too too high the other night and he's like tweeting some you know fa- Facebook status is some gibberish and people are like you are you okay? Do you need help? And like you're like nah, don't don't worry about him. That's just my brother. He's an idiot. Uh, you know. Yeah, the only people I have I have some of my family on my Facebook. Like I have my uncle, uh, his wife, my aunt, my dad, because my dad travels a lot. Um, you know, my cousins, my cousins and I are around the same age, maybe a little older, but we were all kind of raised around each other. So we're, yeah. we still relate in a lot of ways. So those, you know, those is the most I have on, on my Facebook. My mother's not on my Facebook. I, I'd be damned. Yeah. Well, mine's the opposite. My mom's on mine, but she doesn't go on there except to play those um, little games. Like the casino games and all stuff, so I get the, all the invites from her. You know, you know. Oh that, man! Like, <laughs> man, I like, remember my, my classic wants you to play gangsters with her. Do you want to play? I'm like, nah, I'm at work, Ma. What is this? You know, See, I, stopped, I was I, I was on the games. I was on the games back when like they first started. Like, listen, me and Cafe World. <laughs> listen, listen. Cafe World was my shit. And I would add yeah. people back in the day, back in the day, like it wasn't that damn long ago, back in the day for people who would specifically play this game, like, hey, I need to make yes. 50 some odd, you know, lasagnas. You know, I need some <laughs> this, I need that. My mom, uh, I played Farmville a little bit, but I would look, you know, I'll go in my mom's room sometimes and I yeah. look at her playing Farmville. I'm like, how did you get all of this? <laughs> I would tell you though that the um the, those Facebook games like Farmville and Vampires is the reason I have two Facebook profiles. So those that are listening here, you're probably Facebook friends with me on Classic Cold Slither because that's for the network. When I was playing like Marvel Ultimate Alliance and I need a character to swap shit with to keep me alive on my my civilian my real time Facebook my real life Facebook account, I was like I'm gonna go to Classic, I'm gonna go to the Cold Slither one and I'm gonna send that shit over. <laughs> Yeah, game up from both sides. The hustle is real. I was like, oh shit, Iron Man needs some like some warheads. Yo, I'm gonna go over to this joint and send it. I'm about to throw my phone, but I'm talking Classic to you. Cold, so Classic Cold Slither just sent you some warheads for Iron Man. Are you gonna be damn right? He did. Shit, hell yeah. <laughs> I can't. Thank you. I'm my own best friend. I, if, if I did a fade five, it'd be like my my profile, my other profile, and then you know my mom and them, and maybe more. <laughs> and see, you know yeah. what? Our dog has a Facebook page, but I'm not gonna tell you what it is. But yes, oh, no. when we when we when we got her, I think maybe two months later. Next thing I know, I'm being friended by a, a, a profile that got my dog's face on it, and I will look over Miss Classic. I'm like, what is this? Oh yeah, yeah, I made a page for her. So Spider Dog, which is <laughs> Which is her name on the show has got her Facebook face. Go, for, uh, I, no, I'm not going to even tell you what it is because uh, I know she wants followers, but nah, I don't know a lot of your fans of hers because you can probably hear her. You know, right now she 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 made it her way back downstairs. Um, yeah, no, no, Spider Dog is off limits. Anyway, um, you know what's funny? Said, I actually follow. Um, some, <laughs> this is going to sound so bad. I follow some some animal pages like yeah. uh, Rufus Aquilo. Uh, shout out to them. And there was this because I love them. They're so awesome. But they they adopted this dog. You know they do a lot of uh, they do a lot of fosters. And yes. there's this one that everybody just kind of fell in love with. And then yeah. he got adopted by another couple. So I'm following them there. And I'm devastated because I just found out that one of the like most like one of the most famous dogs like uh Mishka like the talking husky she yeah. passed away a couple of months ago and I 
I just found that out maybe a couple of days ago. I'm like, what? Why? Uh, you, you, what you, happened? Pets are so wonderful because you develop a bond with them. So people who just shit over dogs, um, like, let's, let's keep you the book. Um, those of the Caucasian yes. blend uh, tend to like uh, you know lose their shit over dogs more than people. This nigga said the Caucasian blend. What is this like a, a type of bean roast? I don't know. It's like the you know the the blonde roast people. What the hell is yeah. going on, classic? <laughs> I don't I don't know. His 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 where 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 I'm with that is I love my dog. I love dogs. Like I'll see a dog on the street, I'll get hey boy, how you doing? Because I because I've but I've developed that love over the course of time having a dog and like you know then understanding what the fuck these other dogs is like what shit they on like you know figuratively but then but then then it's like I, I know where to, I know where to stop you know I'm not like oh no well you know uh gotta save the dog and you know fuck these black people over here like nah that, that you can't you can't you can't like equate those lives, okay, if I've got to save, you know, uh, a kid, if there's a, a kid in a fire or another person in a fire and a dog, I'm sorry, but that dog's going to have to wait or, you know, throw the dog out the window and save the dude, you know, like, or save the, save the lady. It's just common sense. So I don't understand these people that put, like, the, the, the animals first and stuff, and then they, they get all peta-ish and shit, and then they're like, oh, come on, man, really? You know, so I, that's where that's where I'm like, yo, you need to chill, and it's, again, it's mostly the white, mostly white folk, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm keeping that 100. Uh, you know, if 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 it's not, you can tweet me at Classic Material. Let me know. Hey, look, not all white folks with dogs. I, oh, see, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Because I'll jump I mean, straight into dimensions and be like, yes. listen, Cuba Good Junior. Cuba Good Junior had a movie called Snow Dogs. He put dogs before his career, and so he's the one example. And that's it. That's that's this is him, and that's it. But he did it for Disney. You know, hey, get that coin. See, people people like that. They absolutely make me sick. Now, the only reason why I would put an animal over humans' lives because I really fucking hate humans. And I told you the other, <laughs> I told you the other day one of my favorite Slipknot songs is "People Equal Shit." So yes. you know, there's that. But as as far as like putting them over, you know, people, especially especially when it comes to you know black people, you know, people tend to prioritize animals over us when they yes. equate when it's funny because you equate us to dogs and animals and shit like that or whatever like y'all are fucking idiots that's and that's all i'm gonna say about that because this is gonna be a longer show than we really anticipated it to be because that's you know what that's why i have two facebook pages because i keep telling white people to shut the fuck up and i keep getting like 30 day bands and shit so that's why i'm on my second profile now <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i'm just saying if we if we're keeping it a buck i'm gonna keep it a buck white people fucking suck that rhymed. Yeah, keep it up. White people suck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The few the, the white people that do listen are gonna agree with you. They're gonna be like, you know what? You're right. They do fucking suck. Yeah, might be oh. right. Shit. But it's, but it's like men are trash, and I'll go. Yeah, we are. We are trash. I mean, I'm trying my best not to be, but I know I done did some fucked up shit, and. I still have the capacity to do fucked up shit. I'm more likely not going to do some fucked up shit tomorrow and not be trash because you know I got a, I got a wife and I got a, you know some standards, morals, and uh, you know I was raised a certain way and I'm a full grown adult. But I know that the next man is just as trashy as, as I could be, and uh, I've seen it happen. And you know, men throughout history, trash. Yes, exactly. I mean, a lot of the problems we got is because men just couldn't, you know, stop because stop. men. Like yeah, honestly, because the period goes there because men. Yeah, stop thinking about your dick. You know, stop may having your dick make your decisions for you. Stop worrying about your dick over other things. You know what I'm saying? Stop worrying about other men's dicks. Yeah, exactly. 
You know, stop being a dick. Everything goes back to the dick. It's really the dick. Dick, tr- dick is trash. But I shouldn't say that because then it's going to be pe- a lot of people mad with me. Um, you know, a lot of lovers of dick out there. I mean, I, I damn sure am. <laughs> I, I mean, shit. You know, Richard Nixon is a great president. I'm sorry, what? Okay, that's not the dick I was talking about, I know. Oh, God. See, we were doing just fine. We were just fine. Misdirection, see? <laughs> so, um, let me ask you this. Amber. Um, mm-hmm. So, I'm going back to the story, like, you know, we, so we, we met, we playing Cars Against Humanity and everything. Oh, yes, that's what we were talking what about. What was the oddest thing from that night that you recall? Whether it was an answer or just the, what, what was, like, the one thing that, like, kind of, you know, like, oh, this is it right here. This made my night. I don't even remember because that night was probably the most fun I had had in a while. I yeah. was up in I was up in DC maybe a week or two prior to that and I was at a friend of mine's uh Friendsgiving and that was a great time as well. Like I I was cracking up both at both parties. I had a, yeah. a blast at both of them. But um it was one it was one woman that I had been following for a while and I met her there and we kept each other dying the whole night and it was was that no 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 it was it was april okay and you know it's a lot of people that i just kind of i'm one of them creepy motherfuckers that will just like follow people and just not say shit and the only only reason why i do that is because i know i'm weird and i'm you know i'm quirky and i have some kind of weird shit about me so it's like you know somebody be right somebody be talking about you know some you know, some dope shit or just, you know, some regular shit. Now come with somebody mentioned, so do you like cheese? Now send, send. Like, what the, what the fuck is wrong with you? You couldn't, even, you couldn't, even, you couldn't come up with, right. And it's like, oh, thank God. Yes. I love cheese. <laughs> that really no, happens. I'd be the motherfucker. Like, I love cheese, especially Roquefort. And you're like, what? What is he talking about? Oh, wait, you like, Ro- oh, see, see, we were doing but so well. I would say cheese, that. I hate blue cheese. But see, I don't really like it. I would just say that just to be weird, like you oh, know. So like, now you're lying. Yeah, exactly. I would lie. No, it's not even I would lie. I, <laughs> when I say I love cheese, I'm like there's no, there's few cheeses that I'll be like, oh, I can't, I don't stand this cheese. I think there's one sticky cheese I never, I didn't like in my life, and I can't even tell you the name of it. it was something in French, but yeah, if if it's cheese, I'll eat it. But I will say that just to be like on that odd wavelength, like you know, hey, you know, because I know your question's weird as fuck already. Do you like cheese? I'm be like. Yes, Roquefort. And like, what? Um, <laughs> oh right, real, quick, real quick, because another story time. Uh, this is a quick story, actually. Um, okay. Uh, so Mrs. Klasky and I were getting married. Uh, I asked her, you know, I asked her to pop the question, did the ring thing, you know, proposed, got uh, some parents' blessings. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's another story. Uh, who, was, who, who was not cool with us getting married? Um, that's, a long, that's another story. But they're cool now, but it was like, at the time, they was like, really? Really? It better be they ain't got no damn choice. Yeah, oh, of course, of course. Um, so we're we're paying for our wedding, we're getting everything together, and it's long distance. She's in VA, I'm in New York. You know, she's down in Chesterfield, like no, the stone's throw from where you are. Mm-hmm. And, um, so she's arranged, and we're gonna get married down there. We actually got married by the uh, Richmond Airport, and um, so she she was getting together like the colors and the flowers and all, all the stuff. So I told her two things. I did two things that would you know was pretty much. Two things every group should do, I should say. And this is this is game for you fellas out there. One, insist on a wedding planner. I don't care if she shows up at the day of the wedding. You cannot have your bride doing everything, and you can't be doing everything. A lot of times, a lot of fellas don't have that capacity, um, or some of us just don't have that organizational capacity. So, like, I'm going to plan my wedding. Like, you couldn't even plan a 
freaking lunch, a bag lunch, but you want to plan a wedding? Fine, have fun. You know, uh, we're going to show up. You're going to either waste a lot of money or it's going to be whack. Um, yeah. So, and, and no, she's got planning in her blood, in her genes. She's great at this, but this is your big day. You know, you got to relax too. So I'm like, find somebody, hire somebody, let's get somebody and pay them to handle some of our shit. Cause there's no reason for us to be sitting there losing our minds, you know, get a friend or just hire somebody that's like, you know, a pro uh, it's worth the money. It's money well spent. Second thing I did, which was like a power move that I just did. Cause it was a power move. We're talking on the phone and she's giving me all these stuff about the dresses and the tuxes and the colors and the color should be this and that. And we're going to do blue and we're going to do, um, do silver. And I did this cause I wanted to bullshit. And because I was like, I was like, I was just like zoning out. I was like, hold up, hold up right there. Hold on right there. Hold on a second right there. She's like, what blue? It should be periwinkle. You know, man, what? You know where I'm going with this right now. Oh, God. I show up day of all the dresses, this light blue color. I'm like, these dresses look nice. The, the bridesmaids' dresses. Yeah, you picked it. I didn't know what the fuck Periwinkle looked like. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say Periwinkle. I thought she was going to cuss me out because it was like some odd. I told the story later. She almost beat the crap out of me. Like, she was like, she's like, I'm going to divorce you right now. I know this oh, shit. Oh, my God. Because I was being a jackass, and she ran with it, and I was like, yo, I'm going to really show up, and they're going to have polka dot dresses. I didn't know what Periwinkle was. <laughs> oh, my God. So, fellas, if you're going to make a power move, pull up dictionary. We have dictionary uh, app, or I think there was a website, but I would, pull up your Merriam-Webster and just look up that shit before you decide you're going to like make shit Periwinkle. Go to Home Depot and look at some shit. Yeah. Like they have a whole that's a good that's a good wall set. of colors. Yeah, you could do it based on paint colors. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you're gonna do your siding as, your linoleum, that should be the wedding dresses. And that that makes you involved as a as as a as a man. Uh you know, when, and you know what it's not even important that oh maybe because there's all different variety of relationships and marriages and so it's like you know, but still, if you're not if you're not like a, a wedding dress type of person you know, go in your wheelhouse. Say, look, I want these dresses to be the color of the Scarlet Witch, but not from uh, comics. I'm talking from that Age of Ultron movie. And they'd be like, okay, I'm a fun thing. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we did have some nerd geek shit too, but that's another story for another time. Because this ain't the Marriage of Classic podcast. Uh, Mrs. You Classic says do, You should probably do a show. Hey, boo. You should probably do a show with you and Mrs. Classic about y'all's wedding. I like how, you know, you think you're the first one that came up with this. By the way, Mrs. Classic, um, we invent a new type of show for her each time. She she wants to guest on here, but then she wants her own spinoff show. And she's like, it became at one point it was a travel show, then it was a cooking show, then it was a book review show, and it's always the same thing. She comes in, she pitches, and I go, eh, sounds okay. <laughs> like I I don't get, I never give her like the whole like oh that's a great idea, which I could be encouraging. I try to be, but I'm just like I hear her pitch and I'm like, eh. Eh. See, this is this is exactly why this is exactly why we say men are trash because y'all are trash. don't Miss- want to encourage your woman's dreams, and that's why she stays with y'all bitch ass as long as she do. You know Trust what? Me, me. Shut up. This is not being a podcast megastar. <laughs> not her dream. So, she she calls what I do a hobby. She's like, yeah, yeah, you can call it a business, but you know, it's a hobby. that's your hobby right there. No, I'm, I'm gonna let you do that. Yeah. So so I'm like, honey, I'm downstairs. I've locked the door. Don't let the door down here. And lo and behold, the dog's in my face. But that's <laughs> that's why we love each other. So yes, um, so that night was great. 
Um, and, and our conversations since then have been like fantastic. Um, well, I wanted to ask you. Um, so culinary school, like, so you've been like just in the food food industry for a minute now. Uh, yeah, since about 2009. Uh, I wow. started out as a server in a hotel. From there, I was down in South Carolina, worked in a deli uh, slash like specialty coffee shop, meats and cheeses. From there, I went mm. to school, uh, worked at Turner Field for the Brave Stadium, uh, came back, actually did my externship at Virginia State in Jones Dining Hall of all places. What? Yes, that was uh, that was 2012. That was like summer 2012 going into August and August is when I finished my hours. And from there I've worked for a couple of food service companies, uh, worked for a grocery store and I just came back from New York from working up there for a few months. Um, unfortunately I didn't get to stay as long as I would have liked, Yeah, but I do plan on getting back there pretty soon in my quote unquote career. All right. Um, so now, yeah. Without making our listeners, um, you know, lose their lunch, dinner, breakfast, whatever they're eating while they're listening. I know you got the donut in your hand, homie, you know, so appreciate you listening. What is the oddest, strangest, weirdest thing that you see working in food service? And it could be nasty. Matter of fact, I hope it's nasty. Oh, God. Um... So going back to Virginia State, you know, everybody has their. Oh, no, not Virginia State. Yep. Yep. I'm glad I, I'm glad I, st- I moved off campus after that first that first year. So, you know, we would always, you know, students always would go to Jones Dining Hall. Yeah. Um, if we didn't go to, you know, the C store or, you know, go to Fall store, the pavilion when the pavilion was there. Uh, mm. Rest in peace to the old pavilion. Yeah. Because, you know, it ain't there no more. Purrier's not there anymore either. I, I know. I, uh, last time I was at campus, they like everything changed. Like you know, was, and I'm sure it's changed since I was last there because it was a few years now. Yeah. So uh, Perrier has now been torn down. It is now the uh, Trojan Explosion practice field. Yes, mm-hmm. my band's name is the Trojan Explosion. Yes, I've heard every type of joke there is to hear about the name. Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I used to have jokes back um because trojan's been around for a minute so when i was in college that we was like yeah so i'm, I'm going I'm, I'm i'm a i'm a trojan i'm a trojan man and like i would go back home and be like what does that even mean so i'm a trojan with trojans and they'd be like shut up you know you're an idiot you know what you gotta yeah. go <laughs> yeah. go back to go back to virginia you're an idiot <laughs> i thought you were in college see stupid puns you know <laughs> No, we're not. We're not hanging out after the party. Just leave me alone with the Trojans. Oh, dear God. Yeah. But no, going back, <laughs> going back to Virginia State. Um, so I did my externship in uh, Jones Diner Hall, and thank God for my band director, you know, coming through at the last minute because I, if anybody knows anything about me, they know that I will be late to my own funeral. I have the worst sense of time in my life. Now that that definitely changed uh, when I moved up to. Um, when I moved up north, when I had to go to work in Manhattan, because seconds can mean hours out of your day. So you had mm-hmm. no choice but to be on time, um, or at least be on time as much as possible, because the subway system up there, now I see what, uh, what folks be talking about when they talk about, like, fuck MTA. Yes. Them niggas are horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you live that you don't know. And you know what? It's funny, because they're still better, as far as, like, they have, you know, they, they still have better... S- I don't want to say quality service, but 
they still are miles ahead of like um, Washington Metro or certain other metros because they run 24-7 and because they have the reach throughout the city. But it's trash anyway. And because yeah. it's, it's a lot less clean. And, of course, uh, the quality of rats on the MTA are like unparalleled. I've seen every variety of rat on the subway. What I As have here. I. Yeah, but um, going to going to Virginia State, I did my externship at the last minute. You know, I was just sitting there bullshitting around. I bullshitted the entire time in culinary school, and we ain't gonna talk about why. But um, my my band director, uh, Dr. Phillips, actually helped me get my externship at Virginia State. So without him, I really would not have graduated. You know, he was the driving force behind a lot of positivity in mm-hmm. my my tenure at Virginia State. So I'm I'm thankful for him, as are a lot of people that I went to school with before, with and after me. But uh, he helped me get my externship. Um, so my God, my first day there, I don't even remember my first day there. You know, well, I was you know really shy, really intimidated because that was my first time working in in a kitchen that wasn't involved with school. Like I had done things at, at Turner field, which was equally stressful because you know, you're feeding thousands of people, thousands of fans every single day. Yeah. So this was different because this was home, you know, this was students, this was people I knew that, you know, were still there, people that came after me. And so people would hate going to, to Jones or it's like on certain days, like fish fry Fridays or, you know, Soul Food Wednesdays or Thursdays, whatever damn day it was, that shit mm. was fire. But, you know, past the other time, we come to cast like, this is some bullshit. I'm going to Foster. You know, I'm going to give you yeah. some a pizza, you know, some wings or go to the pavilion, get you a, a cheesesteak or something like that. We had the pit, like the the, the, the pit, the pit, like uh, the, it was downstairs and shit. And I used to get the burgers and fries up there. Yeah, I remember that. Like, it was only yeah. open for a little bit of time that I was there. And I mm. haven't seen it open since. I don't know what they've done with it now. Yeah. But, there was this one chef, he was the sous chef, as a matter of fact. And that nigga was the most disgusting Eesh. person I had ever worked with. I mean, I've been in this industry for a minute. I have never seen anybody as gross as he was. I'm talking about downstairs in the bakery, you mixing, you know, cake mixing, you got your whole hand in the damn mixing bowl, oh putting God. it out on the on the sheet pan, and I'm just looking at him like, you gotta be kidding me. Right. I'm talking about, yeah, that that was, God, moving on, moving on. Oh my gosh. I, I, I almost thought you was gonna say that he had a band-aid on his hand, too, and that would've, like, really messed it up for me. He should've but, put know. a band-aid on his face, but you know, oh, never mind. Oh, Lord. oh gosh. Yeah. Whew. I had some suspicions about people that worked in the calf when I was there at the at the dining hall. Like you know, mm-hmm. when I was at school, like yeah, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure um, something that got in this meatloaf or whatever. But hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Uh, we're young, we have immune systems. I'm just gonna eat it and keep it pushing. Hashtag meatloaf, but it was always <laughs> <laughs> uh, quote unquote meatloaf, but it yes. was. <laughs> It was um, always a rumor, like they put like laxatives in the food, and you know that's why you that. always had to go to the bathroom. I can dispel yeah. that myth; that was not true. Okay. However, it probably wasn't laxatives that you would get over the counter. Some people were just fucking gross. Yeah. Oh yeah, god. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So I mean, good times, memories. Um, Virginia State was where I learned about grits. Because really. I'm- I was a Brooklyn kid. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so, and so I had the whole, and I think to this day, there are still New Yorkers that are starting college down south 
to this day, I'm sure there's, you know, because it's, it's the summertime and we're getting into the college season. Uh, you know, a lot of kids are going to be starting their, their, their uh, freshman year, their fall semester at the college, you know, away from home, away from Brooklyn, Queens or New Jersey, whatever. And they might not know that grits are not farina and that they don't take sugar. I learned it the hard way because I was- do not say, you know what? I'm going to say this again because I'm born and raised in the South. If you put sugar in your grits, you're a Decepticon. Yes. I'm just going to put that out <laughs> right now. You yes. are a Decepticon. You are not to be trusted, and you probably voted for Trump. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. You definitely fed CIA. Uh, you know, you, you must have stopped the Quantico on the way in because you really, you know, oh. have no business. You, you know, you, you, you would hey, say, hey, 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 hold on. Cousin. Hold on now. Don't be talking about Quantico because both of my parents are Marines. So That's true. Every, every other branch. And, you know, the armed forces can get these verbal hands. Yes. She would not come for the Marines. I'm sorry. Of course not. You, you no, I, I meant that for the FBI, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Fuck them, too. <laughs> you definitely feds. Yeah. But, yeah, I learned the hard way about grits. And then I started. But everything that they said that you put on grits. Because I'm like, so what do you want to put on grits then? Like, I was that motherfucker the loudest fuck from Brooklyn in the middle of the, of the dining hall. <laughs> surrounded by people at my table trying to school me on grits first week of school. And, you know. So what the fuck y'all put on Gristed? And then the answers were not. I was not pleased. Salt pepper. Salt pepper. No, I was put salt pepper on this shit for. I put jam. I put jelly on mine. Jelly. What? Well, that kind of makes sense. And then this dude from Philly came up, and I knew he was from Philly. And this is how I. He got his nickname. I called him Cheese from Philly, like for like the next four years. He's like, I put cheese on my grits, and I looked at him. I said, Where the fuck you from? He's like, I'm from Philadelphia. I was like. All y'all niggas from Philly put cheese on everything. <laughs> and like, I, I, got, I started getting to this big dig about Philly. Anybody that listens from Philly, you know, just comb your beard, relax. I'm not saying I hate people from Philly. I'm saying this was college classic, talking shit about motherfuckers from Philly at the time that I was in college. But I was like, all y'all niggas from Philly put cheese on everything. Cheese steak, Philadelphia cream cheese on your bagel. Everything is cheese. Now you're putting cheese on grits. Cheese from Philly. That's your name from now on. <laughs> Oh my god! Do you still have you talked to him? Like, do oh, you yeah, still yeah. call him that? I, I I see him on the Facebook. I don't call him Cheese from Philly anymore. See, this is how I know you old as fuck because you said the Facebook. Yes, <laughs> yes, the, the Facebook contraption. <laughs> oh my god! Meanwhile, oh, I'm checking man. the Twitter and they're all talking about Game of Thrones. Uh, and I don't. I think that's something else in common we have is we have not ever watched Game of Thrones. You, you might have seen one episode. I ain't never seen that. I saw half of one episode at the beginning when the wife was trying to put me on, and I was like, "This is too much like Lord of the Rings with titties." And uh, I just don't feel like watching <laughs> this right now. Oh my god! Two things I like, by the way, Lord of the Rings and titties. I just didn't feel like it. It was like I just. I, come on, HBO. Relax. I'm still trying to catch up on the wire, which I have, by the way, by that time. But you know, like. Get the fuck out! No, it's fine. You know, you know, look. There's people that still um, Siege from Good and Terrible has not seen The Wire, and people are pressure seen, her. I haven't seen. It's so much I have not seen. I yeah. haven't seen The Wire. I haven't seen Game of Thrones. I haven't seen Lord of the Rings. Any um, of the movies? No, I, okay. I just can't do it. You know what? And now that That's we're like, talking about this, it's like six hours of dating we're about to do right now. I'm gonna take you all the Lord of the Rings movies. I'm gonna ask the wife for permission. Oh dear God! <laughs> She'll be like, "Well, y'all ain't going to get to know y'all ain't going to get to first base because you're going to be so bored with the movie anyway." So go ahead, have a nice platonic date at Lord of the Rings. And then and if, you know you what? Wanna, if you want to date me and see Lord of the Rings too, 
at the Classic Castle, then feel free to email. Oh, not not email. Feel free to uh, tweet me at Classic Materia on Twitter. Spell just like the show title. See how I turned that into a plug? About you better sell you. yourself. Yes, I'm, I am selling myself. <laughs> I heard that off of uh, one podcast. I'm a, I'm a big podcast fan, and definitely while we're talking about that, shout out to you for you yeah. know having CSPN because most of the podcasts that I listen to are on this network. Um, yeah. So shout out to uh, what's the what's the name of shit? The Seth, the Angry, and the Adam, and yes. you know they that is they ain't on our network, but they, they are not. But you tell me, I should go get them. <laughs> Oh my god, that is not what I said. Yeah, that's, no. what, that's what you're implying. I'm gonna call Chef right now. I don't have his number, but I'm gonna Photoshop see, Chef. See how you laugh? See how you laugh? No, but I'm gonna tweet him and I'm gonna be like, "Yo, so this podcast y'all doing? Um, you know, y'all got a network behind you? Can you know you want one? And because I have no problem, you know, getting some people, you know, on on the train. But I'm glad. I'm actually glad that. He, and I've actually checked out this show since you, we were talking um, the other day, and you were telling me about it, and I was like, "Yo, yo, I've known Chef for a minute." I know the other two guys kind of fairly decently, not too well, but I'm gonna check out this show because Chef's a yeah, they, terrorist. I know he's fun. He is. Yeah, they they are all hilarious. Like I, I look forward to their show and everybody's show every week. And um, you know, there there's so many quotables on you know a lot of people's shows, whether it be recurring or just something that happens to come up. And so a lot of I think that's that's how um, culture works, or the culture, should I say, yes. and where a lot of these, you know, phrases and, and things come from, and how the Caucasoids tend to employ that into their marketing. Uh, of course. <laughs> same moisture. Um, so, I have did so, some bullshit today, and somebody called them out on it, on, on the top line. Again? I was like, yeah, they was like, yo, we the OGs of this pancake shit, or something like that. They tweeted, and somebody wrote, since you love using AAVE so much, why don't you, um, you know, uh, on during Black History Month, offer free pancakes um, for senior citizens of African of uh, African American descent? You know, so, uh, the real OGs. And of course, there was probably crickets after that. But it was like, yeah, um, it's all fun and games until you know uh, you got to step up for people that you're taking, you know, their culture from. Mm-hmm. Most yeah. of the people that you sit there and employ, but you won't speak up for. Yeah. I hop in the fucking, you know, it, it, it's they always get somebody that's cool and hip to run their social media, and it's like they're not, they're solely detached from the company. And it's like, hey, can you run our social media account and make it hip and edgy so people can come in and be like, yeah. Um, it's always funny how hip yeah. and edgy always equals black. Of course, because we're the motherfuckers that make that invent shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, could, you could have put the period after motherfuckers. Like, we the motherfuckers. Yeah. We the motherfuckers. <laughs> I think that's going to be the title of the show. Anyway, um... <laughs> we the motherfuckers. I'm changing the name of the podcast. Welcome to the WTM podcast. Hashtag WTMFs. We the motherfuckers. Or is it WMFs? You know, that's a good question. Yes. What's a good question? Oh. No, so that, that's a good question. Like, we got to think about that. Like, how exactly would that, that title of that hashtag? That hashtag? Well, we got to pick one. We can't be like, because if anything, if anything, shout out to Pause and Color. Barry, love you so much uh, for all the work you do and for tell, trying to tell these people how to do it right. But Podcast and Color, um, they have two hashtags that they want people using for their show, which for their um, site. So if you're if you post a podcast, which is what I do, um, I will put the hashtag pods and color and that allows them to retweet it for people that like follow podcasts and color to basically say, Oh, I'm going to check out these shows by people of color um, because they tweet. And then she wants you to use pod hashtag pod in. If you're listening to a podcast by people of color and that's different because they can tweet retweet that for those audiences. 
people. Oh, that makes sense. People do that shit ass backwards. So they'd be like, pod in, check out my new show. Or they go, yeah, pods in color. I love this show that I'm listening to right now. And it's like, okay, you didn't listen. Um, th- the one thing more annoying than people that don't like you or people that like, you know, that, that uh, kick puppies or that uh, think black women are, you know, that, that think black women are like not equal to them are people that don't follow instructions. Actually, people that follow instructions are like the, the bane of everything in the world ever. You know, right. do this, don't do that. And you go like, no, nah, I'm going to do this. And it's like, okay, well, you, you can't follow instructions, so I can't trust you for shit. So someone had a debate with her um, the other day. It was like, so what? why is he even that serious? Just a hashtag. It's like, yeah, it's her hashtag. She's so if it's that, not yeah. that serious and it's just a hashtag, what the fuck is you bitching about? Yeah, what the fuck? No, no, he came out of left field. Like, do you even have a, I don't even know if the dude had a podcast, but she read him good, and I was like, you know what? That's what you get, dumbass. And I hope nobody listens to your show. Whoever that podcast is, go look up that exchange and don't listen to that guy's show. In fact, boycott that motherfucker show. I'm, I'm calling for a boycott of another podcast on my podcast. So that, oh, that is, whole nigga in the trash. Pot in. Pot in on this shit. Right here. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say pod D's, but that would be disrespectful to um, the podcast. You know what? Host. See? Yeah. Listen to D's. Um, th- so... <laughs> Oh my god. This is a good time for a plug, actually. Um, so you can help keep all of our podcasts free, all of our wonderful show, free on CSPN for free ninety-nine. How can you do that? You can help by keeping our costs down, and how can you do that? Just by shopping. No, you don't buy anything from us, but you can buy stuff through us. Go to Amazon through CSPN.us. Again, go to CSPN.us, then click on the Keep Our Podcast free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll to the Amazon link, and then shop, shop, shop for awesome, cool stuff that you can spend. Prime Day just happened. They still got good deals on Amazon Prime. You can sign up for Amazon Prime. You pay a fee. Um, you get some cool stuff shipped to your house, like free one-day, two-day shipping. All of them sometimes stay the same-day shipping. Amazon just bought Whole Foods, so you might be able to get like some eggplant delivered right to your door. <laughs> yes, that's how that sounds. Everyone loves there. But however you do it, whatever you want to get, bikinis, um, you know, your kids going off to college, you want to get some stuff for the dorm room, whatever, do it through Amazon, go to CSPN.us, do it today. And while you're there, check out uh, Becoming Dexter Hunting Sean by my man Chris Stevens. He's also on the network, aka at CJ Writes and Things. Great novel. Um, I read slow as shit. This is only this is a very short book. It's like I think it's like 12, 16 chapters, a couple hundred pages. It's a quick read, 14 chapters. I'm still reading it because what I do is I read in like snippets. And then here's what I got. I got the Amazon Echo that talks to you, which is uh, according to Mrs. Classic, she's my new girlfriend because I'm like, Echo, you know, I go, uh, Alexa, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I, I, we came home today and uh, I'm about to give you super story time. We came home today from the gym. And I was like, Alexa, uh, you know, play this music, play this song. And I heard her walk upstairs and she said, that bitch. <laughs> How are you getting jealous of a computerized female voice? I was like, I heard that. Alexa. <laughs> I think I was like, Alexa, find some of the voice lawyers. The voice lawyers. And she was like, oh, I think no. she's going to, I think you want to, I think you want to save your marriage and don't be a head ass. She, you know, she's just being, she's just being mean. You know, don't worry about it. Um, so, yes, exactly. She, she might've said that too. But anyway, <laughs> if you got something like Alexa, that's voice activated and you have this book on Kindle, which you buy the physical book and you get a free Kindle copy, you can get Alexa to read this to you on Kindle. So I've been having this book narrated to me by 
a, a, a random computerized somewhat semi-British woman in the vernacular of you know because Chris is you know he's from Delaware and you know he's a young black and this is about like a young black man's experiences so I'm hearing the black man's young black man's experience in a novel uh, narrated by a white woman which is probably how it's supposed to be met. So anyway, all that you know say, what you can get all of this through CSPN.us. Click on Amazon, keep our podcast free. Do it today or do it tomorrow, whatever you listen to this, but do it, please. Um, buy shit because it keeps our network free, growing, and we can have more shows like this one right here, uh, which I'm having with uh, Amber at uh, Janae XO. Follow her on the Twitter. I want her followers to count to blow the fuck up after this episode. I know, um, shit. Follow her, follow her, but don't stalk. You leave that for the professionals, thank you. Like uh, me. Yes. <laughs> well, I was going to say like me, but apparently we're both in the same... Don't stalk a stalker. That's the worst thing you could possibly do. We... <laughs> oh my god. You don't want that shit. I was like, I'm always... like Everyone says something about, oh my, I've been stalked. I'm like, I wish a motherfucker would stalk me. Like I really wish it. Now I don't want to say that shit because, like you know, then like I deal with the wife and stuff. But I'm like, when I was single, I was like, I wish a motherfucker would stalk me. I could find all kinds of shit on you. Lord have mercy. Like I, you know, we. I, I had a business idea actually, but it's probably very illegal to have. You know how they got private detectives and shit. They should oh my have. God. They should have private stalkers, like stalker. They, 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 they're like you know how like they got like white hat hackers. They pe- you can pay oh, people oh to hack God. your butt. Oh like, my God! If you're being stalked, they did this in Deadpool. Like he caught, she paid Deadpool to go or uh, to go and. Uh... Oh wait, 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 wait! No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't okay. Seen it. Anyway, but if you're being stalked. <laughs> It's kind of like the A team, except it's like the S team or something for stalking. Like you pay somebody or you you hire somebody to oh if somebody's you, to basically get on their ass, and so they know how it feels, or basically to tell them you stay the fuck away, and then you pretty much they get the point, or they don't get the point. But you know, it's like, well, I got my own problems now because this motherfucker's on my ass. You know, I I don't know what to do. There's a lot of people out there that can like basically do it for the good of society and like get paid doing it. So um, it's kind of like Dexter. Yes. No, Dexter's just murder. That's what I'm saying. Like he, he what does he do? Murder people that does bad things to other people? Yes, yes. But he he like uses his cover as a medical examiner to do it. So that's like that's too going too fucking far. You now you're like just abusing your your power and privilege. I'm talking like, yeah, you got resources, but you I don't know, maybe you went to jail for stalking and you're trying to like, you know, do right on your life or something. Actually, wouldn't that like violate your probation to do the same crime you was committing that got you in the first place? Uh, oh, okay, we're gonna move on. And like, and then it's like <laughs> Imagine you you get you get caught right. And you're like, but I was stalking for good, Your Honor. This motherfucker been stalking girls for you know. This is the super stalker. I was bringing him down. I was undercover. I was like it oh doesn't work God. that way. We Dude, you sound like Sideshow Bob from that episode in The Simpsons. <laughs> I'm like I'm combining stalking with like um what was that movie that Martin Lawrence went undercover in the precinct to try to get the jewelry? Blue Street. Blue Street. It was a running joke. He kept saying, I'm undercover. He's like, it doesn't work that way. Like, now I'm undercover. And he was like, I'm a federale. It's like, he kept playing all these roles. And it's like, he's just a thief. And it's like, you got to think like a thief. Yeah, so don't be stalking stalkers, yo. Oh, my so, God. Oh so, my yeah, God. I spent too much time on it. Oh, my God. We're going to have to edit that out. Yeah, I know, right? I ain't edit shit. But people gonna think you were stalking now. <laughs> and that's not good. Because, you know, you can't be on a stalker's podcast stalking people. I don't stalk anybody. I'm just talking a good game. Any, anyway, I don't even know why we got here. Um, 
how, how did we get here? Like this is this is like that's, a, a that's very, another title for every show I do is how did we get here? How did we like get a, here? It's like a very a very bad example of the Deborah Cox. I'm like no nobody's supposed to be um. here. <laughs> nobody's supposed to be here. Um, recipes. I got to do a uh, sort of a special, uh, you know, somber note. Uh, we lost today uh, George Romero, uh, the uh, sort of the uh, creator of all the Living Dead movies, like Night of the Living Dead, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Um, he passed away uh, today. Today oh, or yesterday? Gosh. Yeah. And so that just came in on, on the wire, so to speak. And also, um, <clears throat> accomplished actor, legendary actor Martin Landau, he died. Uh, you know, he passed away yesterday. Oh so my as gosh. You, as you're hearing this, uh, these two luminaries, legends, of uh, film theater um, have, and in, in, in the case of Mark Landau, Landau, he was also a stage actor. Uh, uh, he was also a cartoonist, uh, acting coach. He's done it all, uh, lived long lives, and, you know, uh, so they're no longer with us, but rest in peace. And, uh, you know, just uh, in memoriam, so to speak. So, you know, I just wanted to acknowledge them on the show because it's my show and do what I want. I actually wanted to be a cartoonist uh, when I was younger. You know, I, I told you I was always into, you know, cartoons. And yeah. uh, so that was always something that interest, interested me. And it still does to this day. I want to kind of get into voice acting. I think that'll be really dope. I have a lot have a nice of voice. different interests. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be talking to you if you didn't have a nice voice. I'd be like, uh, maybe next time we'll do a team up together. I, 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 yeah, that's another thing. I fall in love with voices, too. So I'm like. Everyone that I've had on the team up in some way, shape, or form, I've like fallen in love with their voice. Even the guys. So you know, um, Maurice. You know, what's up? What's up, homie? What's up, boo? Um, I love your voice. So anyway, <laughs> we did we did a two part episode. He knows I love his voice. He's listening right now. Like, don't don't put me out there. <laughs> oh dear God, I follow him too. As a matter of fact, uh, what was the He's other guy you said? Uh, CJ. Yeah, I follow him yes. as well. And once again, one of these people that I just kind of don't talk to because I feel like I'm that weird ass person that has nothing to do with their life. But <laughs> But you mean one of those two you mentioned? You're not saying who or or someone else? No 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 both of them uh Maurice and, and CJ. I, I follow both. They're they're both okay. really dope people from what yeah, I see. Yeah yeah you should just uh, say something. Say what's up. You know uh, they're good people um until they're not and if Maurice, not... <laughs> Maurice I've actually met in person. We met at the last uh cookout last year. He's really dope. Yeah. Oh, shout out to the cookout. Um, I didn't go this year. I gave my tickets up to uh, uh, some lucky, uh, two two lucky people. In fact, I even hear back how it was. So I'm I'm worried that they didn't use the tickets. But hey, yeah, I'm I, sure they did. Yeah, I'm sure they did. I, I was like, I was checking the tweets too. I was like, so well, are they tweeting about the cookout? Are they there? What's happening? But I didn't want to be like all stalkery about my tickets because they were already gone and I couldn't use them. We were out of town and it was like, I think I was in New York. So I was like, yo, shout out Cookout Fam. I'm on Utica Avenue, New York right now, representing peace. You already know. <laughs> Here's one thing about New Yorkers and hip hop culture that I dislike, but I know it's, it's real, is um, New Yorkers do more talking without saying anything than anybody ever. Um, and I, I will give you an example um, and this happens on like the Bodega Boys a lot. Shout out to DC Samero, great podcast, great TV show. Uh, Bronx is like, you know, the the Bronx is on fire right now. Uh, Absolutely. Too, you know? I don't know shit about the Bronx except Yankee Stadium, the zoo, and Van Cortland Park. Otherwise, I'm thinking you might get shot somewhere else that's other than those three places. You know what? Because I have a very limited worldview. Because uh, being from Brooklyn, that's a long ass train ride. And it's, it's short when I think about what I've driven to, places I've driven to down here in Virginia. Mm-hmm. We got no cars up there. You know, when I when I'm there with my car, I I only go like to Manhattan, mid Manhattan, and back 
going to the store and back. And I'm like, I gotta find parking. Shit, I gotta find parking. That's why people don't drive that often in New York. There's no need. There's literally no need to have a car in New York. Yeah, well, the only reason I drive around in New York now is because I don't want to take the subway because I know how dirty that shit has been. And I'm like, (laughs) I can't go back. You know, like, or or if I do take the subway, it's like, it's a necessity. It's a need. It's like, okay, this is so deep into Manhattan that there's no other choice. I have to take the subway to Times Square because I'm not going to be able to park or stop, you know. Or I've done the chauffeur thing where I've driven someone into the city and I don't even get out of my car, just circle the block and then like pick them up. And I'm like, all right, you got 15 minutes max tops. After that, I'm going back home. <laughs> they're like, but I got a shop for some fabrics and some 15 minutes. And then I'll circle the block and I'll go somewhere and I'll go to Chinatown and like, you know. But um, New Yorkers, again, uh, or hip hop, from the mostly from New York. What's up, yo? You already know what it is. You know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Ouch here. You already know. It's like, <laughs> what do I already know? Squad, yo. Gang, gang. We out here. No, you, you already know what it is. Oh, you know what it was? Hot 97. Last time I was in New York, I heard the radio. I turned on the radio, which I, I used to anticipate turning on the radio back in New York because, like, I'm home. Yeah, I'm going to hear some real hip-hop now. But, of course, now... Um, hip hop was won by the South anyway. Um, so like, or now it's like mumble rap, and I'm too old for that shit. So I'm like, little who, uh, young what? I'm I'm good, you know. But so, but I turned, I made the mistake of turning on the radio, and they was in between. They was like, you know, the DJ was cutting out of a song and about to go to commercial. Yeah, so summer jam coming up this Sunday. You already know what it is. You know what it is. About to do our thing. We out here in the building. You know what I'm saying? Major key. You already know. And oh my god! I was like, "Yo!" At the end of it, I was like, "He just spent two minutes, didn't say shit except <laughs> summer jam." Why? Why did he take so long to tell us to go to summer jam this weekend? It's you anticipation. Already, you already know it's we out there in the building. You know what it is, Major Keys. We we do this. This is what we do. Yo, doing my thing. Fuck Flex, gonna be doing his thing. You already know what it is. We out here. Man, so smart. You already know what it is. <laughs> out here doing this thing. It's it's lit. Proper game game on hundred. You're like, what the fuck did you just say? You just said you just said everything's great. Sixteen <laughs> in fifty two different varieties. So shout out to shout Jenkins out. and Jones and Jaden XD because one of my favorite episodes by either of them, uh, especially Jaden XD. Uh, talking about things that niggas love, and the very first thing they said is niggas love being out here. They and love that being is, out here. That is the most hilarious thing because I will see, you know, yeah. videos of people, especially like in in my area. You know, a lot of people think that going to and this is not being elitist in any other in any type oh, of way, I'm but sure people think I, I'm, 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 I'm podcasting with my pinky up. You know, I'm about to see what what we sipping on here. Uh, you know what? No, it's like. Uh, <laughs> You know, you go on a Buffalo Wild Wings, like, yeah, we out here. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, it's, it's, it's Wing Tuesday. Shut yeah. up. You know, you know what I'm saying? Lemon pepper wet out here. Like, nah, man. Come hey, on. Hey, relax. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> okay, I can't, hey. I can't. All right, all right, all right. I know, I know I'm going too far now. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't be talking shit about the lemon pepper wings, my nigga. Like that that shit is fine. I don't see how people 
hate on lemon pepper wings. Like you have to be some sort a, of. I love lemon pepper wings. It's just how you motherfuckers act about them. Like really, really. I'm not out there. I'm not out here for some lemon pepper wings. Uh, I am sis. I wish. I wish my Caribbean ass was out here. Curry chicken. We out here. Goat meat, son. Yo, you already know jerk chicken. It's awesome. <laughs> Quiet, nigga. Ask your mom, ask your auntie about this curry goat. We got up in here. Pressure cookers, making diamonds and curry and goat up in this motherfucker. Bust up shut with the roti skin. You don't even know. Ask you know ask, what? ask about me. Like, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. You know what I'm saying? It's... You think it's a game? Stew chicken, rice. <laughs> But you know what? I, I'll be one of those assholes because because I am an asshole. And I'm Everyone's weird. an asshole. Like, Everyone's an asshole. Very true. But it's like I'm one of those weird assholes. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll do the same thing at fucking you know uh, for my my uh, my 804 folks. Like I'll go to Country Style Donuts. Like hey, we out of here about to get this powdered strawberry and this bitch. Right. Know. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I'll I'll be that person. But it's just like sometimes. You you said a whole bunch of nothing, and yeah. uh, and Dragonfly Dragonfly Jones and uh and Jethro Jenkins they said the same thing. It's like, yeah, you already know this, your boy. You know how we do. Boy, no, yeah. we don't. We don't. Yeah, I'm just gonna nod my head and just be like, yeah, I guess what I do know know how you do, but uh, no, 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 yeah. I, I I don't. Please help me understand. Like, I'm I'm the person that's forming a question mark with my hand over my head <laughs> yeah. because I you know, that, you know what it is. You know how they do until you figure out what it is they're doing, and you're like. Yeah, you already know how we do out here huffing glue on the weekend. So, like, whoa, 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 my guy, what are you doing? You're huffing glue. I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> Wait a minute. You already know taking a magnifying glass to some ants on the sidewalk. Oh, building. see, you know what? Hey, you know, I was like, wait, wait, what are you, 12? You still do that? <laughs> some people, some people are just sick. Hey, uh, I don't know what the, it was, what, what purple they got in they drink, but uh, you know apparently that's what gets gets people by. Um, you know whatever gets you through the week, as long as you're not doing harm to anything other than insects, then uh, have fun with your lemon pepper wet. And uh, you know let's just... listen, listen, listen. I'm not gonna tell your goof ass again. Okay, okay. You know you. <laughs> this is why I need someone to keep me in check. You're the first co-host to keep me in check, other than Beauty Jackson, who's of course my favorite. Hey, Mel. I love her. Yes. Oh, who doesn't love Mel? You know, and whoever does, whoever it is, I will stalk the shit out of you. So relax. We were, you know what? We got off of that. We were doing so well until yes, because <laughs> I mean, there's so much she's done for us and for the network and everything, and she's just a tremendous person. Um, shout out to tremendous people out here in these streets. Shout out to Shante Fabulous. I just saw her tweet some shit about Game of Thrones, and of course, she's the co-host on um, uh, Single Simulcast with Rashani. Your, fa- your favorite podcast is favorite podcast. Shout out to Rashani. I uh, listened to them recently. Check them out. Giving Rashani a free plug. Rashani, um, little known fact, uh, Rashani and uh, Rodimus Prime from the Black Guy Who Tips, and say that again, Karen from Black Guy Who Tips, helped me start in podcasting. Nice. I would say little known fact. I mention it every now and then, but uh, they, they, they're like the pod parents, if you will. Um, That's uh, a little known fact to me because I didn't know that. That's dope. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I always use like some fucked up terms for Rod and Karen when I refer to them as like I'm like they're like my pod pod Aunt May and Uncle Ben. I'm like nah, Uncle Ben was shot, so I can't use that. Oh, oh god, like, they're my uh, podcast Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Like nah, because they got burned up in oh Jedi my god in other Star Wars. Um, so I'm gonna come up with something more appropriate for them. Please do something that doesn't involve death. That's yeah, true. That's true. I'm not trying to say death. I'm just saying, you know, they, I look. They they helped me get started, and you know, Rod did teach me the great power, great responsibility lesson that Uncle Ben taught 
Peter Parker, but you know, he ain't got, had to get shot to do it, so that was cool. Um, and I, I have uh, trolled Rod a couple of times because I <laughs> he's gonna listen to this and crack up. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those. I'm one of those people that actually likes orange juice with calcium, and you, you can't whip my ass. So like he thinks oh, you mean the orange juice that comes with calcium? Yes. I missed this whole exchange. Um, so, it, so it, was, it was brief. It was brief. It's so just, he, um, so he says that orange juice with calcium is whack, or he just don't need. Yeah, it? he he calls it citrus milk. <laughs> that's petty, but you know what? <laughs> but that's but but hey, we all have our um, you know, crosses. I prefer pulp, but oh not a lot god. of pulp. Oh my god! Oh my I like, god! I like some pulp, and here's the problem I have when I go shopping for orange juice: they never have the some pulp. They have all the fucking pulp. Or none of the pulp. And I'm like, where's, oh, the, where's some pulp? Where's the, where's the, you know, the, you know, where you, those the motherfuckers. Don't give me the all the pulp orange juice. Don't nobody want that. But some of no, us. No, they talking about the some pulp. It's in the trash where it belongs. I like it. You know, because it's that's like why you, you're a Decepticon. But it's like it's the effect of the fresh sweet squeeze because you get the some pulp when the fresh sweet squeeze. I mean, you filter out some, some stays in. That's the orange juice. I will, I'll, I'll, I'll fucks with that because you know what? If you want all the pulp in the world, take your bitch ass to an orange tree and pick one. Shit. Oh, love. But you said you said all the pulp. It's, I'm talking some of the pulp. This is like how you, you people like. Well, all if you want drink. some of the pulp, eat half yeah, of the orange. Not, there. not all pulp is the hashtag right now. Not all pulp. Oh, Why? No. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love getting my guests upset. You're like the one guest that, like, if if you get upset at something, I'm enjoying it because I know you're like, I, I know you're not like truly upset. If you are, you know, I, I still love you. Uh, uh, no, no, we, we do not do pulp over here in these streets. I, I am clear on that. We will not be doing that shit. So it, when we come through, when I come through for the Lord of the Rings marathon, I can't come with the sun pulp. You're just going like take the take the DVDs and like leave your DVDs and go. That's what you're gonna say. Now you can have you can have your little sump bullshit. I'll be over here with my calcium filled orange juice because that shit is fantastic. Why they got calcium with some pulp? Simply, it should be simply orange juice with mango. Let's let's one, one step at a, one step at a time. One pulp. step at a time for the love I'm, of God. One step. At I'm going. Time. I'm going with the simply factory. I'm asking the cuss to make that shit called the classic blend. See, oh, I'm bringing God. back the blends now. See, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I, I, I have a right, so, yeah, I, I need to stop being troublesome. I do. <laughs> oh my God, we were doing so well again. All right, so I got to tell this workout story. I told you before. I'm gonna tell the shorter version for the uh, for the show. Are okay. you ready? So yes. I worked. So I worked out today. Um, before all of you go, hey, exciting! You know, you're not gonna look like a battle toad anymore. Um, actually, battle toads were muscular, so that's probably not a good comparison. Anyway, yes, <laughs> probably built like an amoeba. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not gonna be built like a you know a protoplasmic you know you're not gonna be built like Slimer from the Ghostbusters anymore. Oh I'm God. working. Hey, hey, I'm right here. Yeah. Oh no, no, I'm talking about me. This is about me now. Oh, okay, about, okay. It's about you know, you. Okay. My, my moment, my body, my choices that I'm making here, which are not choices at all. I was uh, taken to uh, Arch Theory. I, I, I guess I could shout them out. They're a good com- company, good gym, and I might be joining them. This was like one of those free trial or member, you know, free trial. Let's sell you the gym type uh, visits. Um, uh, Mrs. Classic has been there already uh, once, so she knows she paid for her next uh, visit. And with me, you know, she's like dragging me along, and I get the free trial. And so they told they show us how it works. Apparently, Orange Theory is the name of the the uh, fitness center, and it's what it, there's a theory that 
when you're working out, your heart rate needs to be in the orange zone for you to burn like the most calories and get the most effect on your body, something. And so they do like high intensity interval training. Um, so they, they have a circuit of different, basically they do rowing machines. You start off with that. So you row, uh, you work up your heart rate and they get what they do the whole time. They give you heart rate monitors. Like they put strap that to your wrist and so, or to your arm. And so your heart rate and all your vitals are there. So like be, beats per minute and calories burned and all that stuff. And they show it on a screen. So you see your name. So it's a classic M because that's my name. It's not my name. But anyway, the classic was there. Mrs. Classic was there. And I could see all that stuff. And it does a big ass percentage, like how, what percent of your workout have you achieved? And so we start off on a row machine and we're rowing. And then we go over to the treadmill and we're treading for a little bit. Um, treading, power walking, jogging, running. And so throughout each, part and then there's another part that's like blocks where they pretty much like the all the floor exercises like you know you do, you do your dumbbells or you do your squats or you do like squat lunges and other things like that um and you get on your back and do like sit-ups and crunches and stuff like that so they give you the circuits you do and so there's a coach there and he's got a big old microphone around and he's like demoing the exercise and he's like all right rowers i want you to pick it up by five percent and you can't like bullshit because your shit's on the summer jam screen so if you're not, if, if your if shit's still green or blue, like you start off blue, which is at rest, then you go to green, which is like your pace, you're pacing yourself, then it's mm-hmm. orange, which is you're pushing yourself, and then they say go all out. And all out means your shit turns red, and all out is like your heart is pumping, everything's going. You're like, you know, you're, you're like charged, you're, your shit is together. Uh, when I tell you my shit was orange most of the time, and I was struggling with a few of the exercises, like... <laughs> I'm naturally an athletic person, like from genetics, and you know I used to run track and cross country, and I've been working out the P90X a few years back, so I still had I still had some of it. Mm. But when I tell you I've been on this couch um, or sitting at my desk office chair for way too long, and you know, and I'm hitting the I'm up I'm north of forty now. Oh, that shit hurt. I like, believe it. That shit first day that shit hurt, and I'm gonna go back, you know, uh, in a day or two. But that shit hurt and oh i looked at the results and mrs classic she's booming she's going you know she's orange she's red she's orange she's red i'm like i stayed in orange and it went dipped down the green and the guy came by and he was like come on pick it up <laughs> i gave him a look like fuck you and fuck orange <laughs> but i did i was about to like i was about to walk off and i was like nah man because there's some fine women here and um yeah, of you know course, my, yeah i'm always I'm always on the lookout. No, but it was a great class. I would just say it was like a great um, experience. And uh, so, yeah, shout out to Orange Theory. Um, they they wore classics ass today. Uh, so I, I, we were supposed to get together earlier today just to record, and I was like napping. I was like, I crashed hard. I was like, well, between that and the party last night, uh, you know, I took some painkillers, and I was like, I'm out. So check back with me next time we do an episode. Maybe I'm keeping this up. You, you know, you might even ask me like, "What's up with the or What's up with the workout classic? Are you?" Uh, and I'll be like, "Fuck working out." You know, I'll be back on hot Cheetos, hot fries, or something. Hopefully, that's the that's the worst case scenario. But if it's not, you know, you know, if if it's not, then you know, some progress is being made. In fact, yeah, we got a milestone this coming weekend, so uh, uh, you might not hear from us as a show for. Huh. I try to do. I might try to kick in another special episode before the week's out. We'll see. But uh, yeah, uh, we got some some big things happening for myself and Mrs. Classic. And shout out to uh, all of you uh, that have been asking me, "Hey, how's uh, the wife doing?" And uh, you know, shout out to Mrs. Classic. Uh, she understands uh, her fan base is out there. Uh, 
I think a lot of y'all just fuck with me because y'all like her, which is cool. I, I'm, I have no problems with that. I'm a big fan of her too, but I, I know that I know the drill. So you know. Hey, Mrs. Classic. Hey, that's boo. What, that's what happens every time I go to like a Twitter event or something, and then I show up. Hey, how you doing? Hug. What's up? So where's your wife? I'm like, she couldn't make it, but I'm here. <laughs> so, but your wife though. Yeah, but your wife though. <laughs> and she far too. I'm like, I'm offended. I'm really offended. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm flattered, but I'm offended. <laughs> Like, but I'm here. It's like, you know what yeah. I'm be here so. asking. I'll be, I'll be here asking for your man. It's some bullshit. Or your, or your girl. You know. Well, actually, it would be creepy if I started asking for people's girlfriends. Like, yo, what's up with your girl, man? Why, why how come you here? You know, to like, uh, why are you all up with my girl though? But <laughs> I'm not the jealous type. So when people do that with me, Mr. Classic, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna tell you asked about her, and then I'll go. Baker Bone didn't say, didn't say shit about you. <laughs> I'm making up shit. Baker Bone is never asked about. <laughs> 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 oh, people be like Baker Bones. No, she, it's funny because we've seen this, a few Decepticomic shows together. Um, I took her to the first one we saw together, and then um, ever since then, like if they come to hit DC, I've taken her to a few, and then she goes. She always refers to like some joke they said, like something like uh, "period blood sex." That's like the Baker Bone thing, and she's like. <laughs> So, so I, uh, you know, she's like, so, so I'll be like, yo, baby, let's get the, let's get down. I'm on my period. Okay. We're not going to do that Baker bone shit. I'm like, don't call it Baker bone shit. Oh, no. I don't want him in my house <laughs> because he tells that joke. And it's like it, to her period blood sex has become synonymous with Baker bone. And I'm like, oh no. I don't even know if I've ever told Gordon this. I got to tell him this. He knows now. He knows now. <laughs> Here on the network, I talk shit about all of our hosts, um, all of our talent. Um, let's talk about some good news. Okay. Spider Spider Man Homecoming was the shit. It was lit. It was dope. It was the best Spider Man movie. Fuck you if you don't think so. Um, I've seen it yet. You need to see that. Um, we saw it last week. Of course, I had to see it the first night because I'm a huge, huge Spider Man nerd. I'm like a super, super duper comic book Spider Man nerd. So I've been reading Spider Man ongoing since I was like ten. Um, I don't. I don't buy the comics now. I just like check in with Comic Chronicles, but I keep up with Spider Man, like history, all the villains and stuff like that. So anyway, this iteration of it was—I wouldn't say the most comic accurate because they—they're basically doing Ultimate Spider Man and a mixture of like Miles Morales and Peter Parker in their in like in terms of their background. But uh, I would say it's the most most entertaining movie because it's tied into the Marvel universe, which is what Spider Man should be because he is fucking Marvel. It's like Mickey Mouse and being in Dis- like Disney cranking out a bunch of movies and they don't have rights to Mickey Mouse. Like uh, Spider Man is the Marvel logo. That's like kind of like the the front man of yeah. you know band or something like that. Like when you think of Slipknot, you think of Corey Taylor. Yeah, exactly. It's like Superman is the DC, but Spider Man is the Marvel. Like now, Marvel made has made Iron Man and the Avengers like kind of their you know put them on the forefront of Marvel Studios. But that's because years ago they sold Spider Man to Sony. And they sold X Men to Fox and Fantastic Four to Fox, but pretty much this was, um, and this even though this movie's on Sony, it's a Marvel Studios created film in terms of like, you know, they gave them the rights to create and put Iron Man and stuff in there, uh, which is Sony was smart by the way. Finally, Sony like realized that they could print money if they did this, um, but this movie was done right, and it is pretty much a big fuck you to Fox with X Men and all these other studios that take the same comic book story and fuck it up for movies and 
put black leather on everybody and make uh, and kill Cyclops off screen and do all this stuff that just gets me foaming at the mouth of nerd rage because they just don't understand that you're a director, you're a writer, but the shit's written for you. You've got 30 plus, 50 plus years of comics written for you and you want to fuck that shit up because you want to make your movie and your vision of what, Sp- of what X-Men should be. So, fuck you, Spider-Man Homecoming got it right, and Marvel is pretty much, say, you know, it's scoreboard, they have Muhammad Ali knocking out the rest of these movie studios out the box. Um, that's my review of Spider-Man Homecoming, without reviewing it. That's my, <laughs> my rant. Um, but, related to that, is uh, Spider-Man is part of uh, another movie coming up, and this was renounced at D23, or the Disney um, conference. They have, like, a Disney convention each year called D23. I don't know Do they 20- really? Yeah, I don't know what the 23 is for. Um, maybe Michael Jordan shows up like in the middle of it or something and dunks on somebody, but it's, oh it's pretty God. much, it's pretty much their annual, you know, convention. So people come in and, you know, freak out and stuff. So, but since Disney owns everything, I mean, everything, uh, Disney might own this podcast sooner or later. Uh, <laughs> I fuck with Mickey, but they own ESPN. They own Marvel. They own, um, you know, all the studios and uh, they got their Disney and Pixar and stuff. So they announced a few things. One is uh, Avengers Infin- Infinity War. They showed the trailer to the movie, but they showed it to only people there. And of course, they probably was like no no phones, no cameras. You know, they probably like make you. It's probably like um um that movie in Madame Zenobia's where they made everybody strip uh, to the Robin and shit. They probably make you like strip so you can like just kind of watch the movie in your like you know in your underwear uh, so that you won't record anything because you could hide the camera. Uh... It's like all right, sit in your underwear. It's like um New Jack City where they had people working in the crack house in their underwear and stuff like that. Oh yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I was getting at. I wasn't saying like to just make a strip for no reason. You know? I mean, I figured it had to be a reason, but I didn't think that it was going to go that <laughs> yeah. way. Here, here, yeah, Disney, for Disney to do that would be weird. But I'm thinking that that's what, well, anyway, they have a no, you know, Disney will rock your shit if they find you, you know, doing a rerun from what's happening, record some shit, bootlegging. They would, you know, you will be done. You're done. Oh my god, yeah, I you believe know. that. You know what I'm saying? They got motherfuckers on walkie-talkies and like the earpieces and shit, you know. They got the real, the, the Secret Service, Disney. Uh, they, they, <laughs> all their shit's got silencers. They will take you the fuck out. Um, so anyway, so they, they aired uh, the trailer for Advent- Avengers Infinity War and uh, Thanos. They introduced Thanos um, and like all of his, the children of Thanos, which is like his, uh, the Black Order. Um, so basically, these are some like if you ever see any of those Avengers movies or the, the the superhero movies, this these are like the baddest fucking villains. Period. From space. Oh, it's a villain movie. Um, it's it's basically Avengers: Infinity Infinity War is like Empire Strikes Back for the Avengers. Like this is, well, if you thought Captain America: Civil War was bad, this is like, um, Thanos is uh this he's coming from space with the Infinity Gauntlet, so he's coming with the uh the power of like. Everything, reality stones, power stone, etc. And so he can shape time, space, etc. And he's going to come and basically all the Avengers, um, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, all of them are all together in this one movie, Ant Man, uh, to fight because it's like for the sake of the planet, like, or it's the universe. So this is like all hands on deck. Everybody and their mother is going to be in this movie. Oh, wow. That's going to be good. Yeah. It's supposed to be two parts. So, like, this is the this this is Infinity War is supposed to be part one, and then it's going to continue the story in another movie. Um, yeah, so um, and I hear, and rightfully so, that somebody's going to die, or at least a couple of heroes are going to die, like dead. Like, you ain't coming back. So, oh wow, yeah. Um, 
that being said, so they they had that. Then they had the news about um, some of um, some Disney favorites that are getting live action treatments, like um, uh, Aladdin. And I think he was telling me about this news, right? Yeah, I think there was something that said like Will Smith was supposed to be the voice of the genie, and I'm not sure if that was just hearsay or if it's confirmed. I just happened to see it, and you know, just kind of went on about my life. But that's that's going to be interesting because I I've always been uh, a big fan of Will Smith, and I still am. So I'm I'm interested to see if that is actually true, how yes. that's going to play out. I think that's going to be dope. Yeah, I think it was reported in Variety, and I think it is official um, now that um, yeah, Will Smith is going to be uh, in the Aladdin remake as Genie. Also, uh, they cast Aladdin and Jasmine, and they are uh, relative newcomers, but they, they did they did right by this uh, because they actually uh, cast two Arabic people, uh, actors, in the roles, so they're not whitewashing this thing, which is what a lot of people were worried about. Like, you go do live action, and you're just pretty much gonna, uh, you know, whitewash it and put like uh, Bradley Cooper as Aladdin, and you'd be like, What the fuck? I want to see this shit for. Uh, <laughs> or or uh, J- Jennifer Lawrence is uh, Princess Jasmine. I was just about to say Jennifer Lawrence. So it's uh, Will Smith, Mina, Mina Masood, and Naomi Scott are going to be respectively Genie Aladdin and, um, and, um, uh, Princess Jasmine. So that's going to be good. Um, in other news, uh, The Lion King, uh, of course, that live movie is going, or live action movie with, uh, I, I guess it's going to be mostly CGI with, uh, what do you call it? Um, with uh, CGI with voice, you know, voiceovers. Anyway, they cast Hugh Jackman. Wait a minute. I'm reading what? this. Okay. Reportedly, they had cast Hugh Jackman, but now I'm reading another report that says that he's not cast as Scar in The Lion King. But anyway, this is a movie that's going to have Donald Glover in it as Simba. Um, uh, James Earl Jones is in it. Um, and so they, they actually... Um, Billy Eichner is Timon. Uh, Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. John Oliver is... <laughs> yep. John Oliver is Zazu. And there's also reports that Beyonce is wanted as the voice of Donald, but she has yet to be confirmed. Beyonce is mothering right now, but she could do it all. So I am, I am not against that. At all. Go. Yeah, not at all. Um, but if Hugh Jackman cannot be Scar, then they can go and get like all these. There's a lot of bad guys that like either. There's a lot of guys that can be like the, that same Scar villain. Obviously, you can't get the. Uh, um, they can get Jeremy Irons again. Yes, like honestly, if they're going to do, I, I'm so okay with you know new people and new blood being cast as these yeah. characters. But some of these iconic voices, if they're still alive and they're still with us. Get yeah. them back on the track. That's just how I feel. Yeah. You know? Well, D- Benedict Cumberbatch, aka Doctor Strange, he could do it. Or uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, Mikkelsen, he was in Doctor Strange as the villain. Um, he could do it. Um, uh, so, look, um, Disney has got a good track record. Uh, they don't fuck shit, fish shit up. The, they fix Marvel with the uh, Marvel Studios, and uh, they're fixing everything else. And they got the Incredible sequel coming out, and that's Oh, I'm so excited! The Incredibles 2. That's, oh uh, my god, I am so excited. I was literally about to burst at the seams if you didn't say anything about the Incredibles. So, let me just explain how much I love this movie. Um, I'm a musician, so I, I play trumpet, So, and I'm, I'm really big into uh, soundtracks, especially for, you know, like a lot of motion pictures. I think just off the top of my head, my top three soundtracks are The Lion King, mm-hmm. uh, the Pirates uh, series, mm-hmm. and The Nightmare Before Christmas. And anybody that knows me personally knows that I am a Nightmare Before Christmas fanatic. There is absolutely... 
mind blown about that movie from the casting to the movie to the the soundtrack to the stop animation. Mm. So I I'm a huge Nightmare Before Christmas fan. And with the Incredibles, the storyline was great. Everything about it was I guess you can say it was it was relatable. Yeah. It most definitely was, you know, to how people kinda uh, how can how can I put this? You know, you have you know, these great superheroes that, you know, live amongst us and then, you know, bad things happen and, you know, they just kind of have to go into into hiding and, you know, they come and save the world and, you know, all this other shit. But yeah. everything down to graphics, to script, to voiceover, to the music. The music! Yes. Oh, my God. It is actually one of my one of my dreams to play in a Disney orchestra for some sort of movie. I don't care what it is. That that'll be just something on my bucket list that I would absolutely love to do. Like I will start practicing right now if somebody were to call. I was going to ask you. Still got your trumpet? I'm sure you you do, and you probably play it. I don't have I don't have a personal horn, but I can get one. One of my frat brothers is a professional uh, uh, trumpet player, so I'm pretty sure you know I can I can probably go up to Virginia State's campus and like, hey, look, I need a horn. Cause they trying to get me on this Disney orchestra. Yeah. Give me, give me, matter of fact, give me my old horn. I still know both of my serial numbers for my trumpet that I had at Virginia State <laughs> when I was in marching band. I guarantee you, not G sixteen two twenty. You gonna that rip that my horn? You gonna rip that horn out some sophomore's hand? Fuck them. <laughs> they they try to practice for the game. You gonna rip the horn out their hand? Hey, I find a, find a, find a way to make one. Yeah. This oh, is me right here. God. Like I will bring I will bring this back. Eventually, this is this is shades of, and I don't, I know you don't like this movie be brought up, but this is shades of Drumline. You coming up oh, here? God, no, challenge, no, no, challenging the P two no, for musicianship. No, no, why, why, why did you? Br- oh, God. yes, yes, um, yeah. I just wanted to put out there for folks that are gonna, tw- they're gonna at you, and they're gonna be like, hey, Drumline, um, yeah, um, oh, is Drumline like? generally disliked amongst like people that have yes, actually yes, been in band. Yes, next question. Okay, so there you go. The more you know, folks. I'm going to play the more you know sound effect right there, too. Uh, don't, 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 <laughs> don't run up on people. Don't run up on people that have been in marching band and talk that drumline shit. You won't get I was like, oh, like drumline. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. That's that's like the, well see that's why Game of Thrones to me has not been like like I don't want to watch it now because too many of you idiots have walked up to me and go don't you like Lord of the Rings then you would love Game of Thrones like really now you're gonna turn me <laughs> off now now I got to patronize you and your association to to, to you know to, to and your word association to get me to watch some shit uh, but going back to the Incredibles I was down on the Incredibles before seeing it. Like uh, it was, it was in theaters. It might have been like it might have been theaters like four, five weeks, and you know, until I decided, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna watch this movie, um, because, and and this was a comment that I saw recently online. The Incredibles is the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. Oh, bitch! And it's real because Elastic Girl, same as Mister Fantastic. It's it's a family of four. Well, now five because they got the baby um, mm-hmm. with superpowers. They wear the same color tights. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and and it's all about you know fighting some supervillain and being a family. It's pretty much the same beats, uh, similar beats to the Fantastic Four. But when it came out, it was like you know it's Disney, it's something new, and it was 
it's a better story. It was good. It was so damn good. And so it's like, yeah, it really was. Yeah, so it's like they we've been through what three Fantastic Four movies or two if you're not counting the third one, which a lot of people don't even you know qualify as existence anymore. Um, I really hope in The Incredibles too. I, I, and now that Disney has actual Marvel Studios now and they own Marvel, I hope The Incredibles beats the shit out of anything Fantastic Four related for the mm. future. until Fox has no choice but to sell that shit back. They're like, or they're like, uh, you know what? Uh, we're not doing anything with this. We're just wasting time. Just take it back. Take it back, Marvel. Don't don't even pay us. Just take it back. You know. You know this is this is one of those movies that people are actually really excited yes. about a, a sequel coming out. You know, well, and even though years. it's been as long, right? It, it's been years, and people are still excited about it. Like I remember being uh, on the Facebook, and you know, <laughs> like the, the Incredibles page and Disney and Pixar, they were all talking about it. Like you know, and they posted the. Um, the Incredibles logo, you know, yeah. kind of as a as a teaser to say, like, you know, we're doing a second one, or, you know, it's coming, or when it will be coming, we're just, like, everybody's sharing, it was like, oh my god, I'm so excited, I can't wait. Yeah. I, I'm mind-blown right now, like, I'm, I'm already giving this, like, a, a 10 out of 10, and I haven't even seen it yet, because I know it's going to be wonderful. So it's it's uh, 13 years since uh, the f- first Incredibles movie, and this movie, Incredibles 2, is going to focus on um, Helen, uh, the mother. Um, so it's not gonna it's not gonna be like the the first uh, Elastigirl. Um, it's gonna focus on her. She's gonna be like cause the first one focused on Mister Incredible. Um, he's just gonna be at home watching the, the baby. Um, so it's a uh, it's a new thing, uh, you know. I, not new because women have always been in charge, but you know, basically Disney is like, look, look, we're gonna tell a, a story how we're gonna tell it, and I don't think anyone's gonna be like, oh man, I don't want to see two hours of Elastigirl because uh, shit, I do. That ass though, yeah, you know. Uh, so uh, there's also, <laughs> hey, you said it, not me. You said it for me. Um, so Wreck It Ralph two is supposed to be coming on and popping in I the. I uh, haven't finished the first one. Oh, see get you we gotta get you uh set up with the with the movie um csp.us amazon uh, for those that <laughs> for those that are listening that want to set um set, set up uh amber with uh, some movies so she can get caught up to speed you know she would appreciate that just do that through amazon i think you can post a wish list on there and then boom i already uh, have a wish list so yeah. i'm gonna post all these movies on my post wish your, list and yeah. y'all just send that hoe to me yeah i will post your link in the show notes like hey Amber's wish list, and then boom, because you know people, people if they're like me, they'll fall in love with your voice, and they're gonna be like, "I want to buy something for." Her. I don't even know why, you know. I'm compelled, <laughs> I'm compelled to spend money. Uh, <laughs> My God, do it today, folks. Um, what was the other thing I was gonna tell you from D23 that was uh, that was lit? Um, I, obviously Pixar's got some shit coming. Oh, Pixar. Um, I think. Toy Story is um, they got a they got a Toy Story world in King of Kingdom Hearts. If you play video games, it's a huge deal because Kingdom Hearts is like Square and Disney together. So it's like Final Fantasy meets Goofy and Donald. But they, every Kingdom Hearts game, Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts Two has Disney worlds in it where they fight, and so it's, it's supposed to be really dope to have a Toy Story world in there. Um, I have a story about Final Fantasy. So the first time that I was actually introduced to Final Fantasy was uh, Final Fantasy VII. Fuck and... Sephiroth forever. Fuck him forever. If I see you on the street and you have a name tag that says Sephiroth, I'm fighting you on sight. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I, I take it. I take. I took what happened personally. Spoilers for anyone that has not seen it, but yeah, Sephiroth. 
is like the worst motherfucker in creation. Oh god, but yeah, the the video <laughs> Jesus Christ. The video game um Final Fantasy 7, that was my first introduction to anything Final Fantasy related. Yep. Um so my brother and my cousin um they would play that game forever in a day oh, and that is the only reason why i even know about final fantasy 7 or any of these video games you know yeah. I, I grew up i didn't the video game team passed me it went to my brother and yes. it went to my other cousins because you know they were sitting there playing uh like tekken and you know mortal Kombat yeah. and you know all these other games mm-hmm. you know that are nostalgic and people still kind of play them yeah and you know i would just be sitting there my nigga Rugrats is on. What are you doing? Like, yeah. get out of the Hours. way. Yeah. I'm talking about they were playing in the morning before school, after mm. school, before mm. karate practice, after karate practice. And matter of fact, that was the reason why I even knew about um about Dragon Ball Z. Because yes. right around uh was it three or three thirty? Um, Toonami would come on in the afternoons. And then this is and this is how late. I even knew about uh, Dragon Ball Z because I'm just late on everything. This was during the Cell Saga mm. that I got kind of hipped onto it because I was just like, man, fuck, these niggas about to come in the living room and just turn this shit on and I'm finna be pissed. Like, I'm sitting there watching, you know, Nickelodeon or, you know, something else on Cartoon Network or I'm in front watching damn uh, Food Network these motherfuckers are gonna come in here with this bitch-ass Dragon Ball Z. Fine, let me watch this bullshit and see what they got going on. Now it's my shit. You know, and that's as far as my extent of anime goes. You know, just the kind of the stuff that people kind of know about. It's like, I watch anime. It's like, oh, like Dragon Ball Z. Like, no, bitch. Like, some other shit. Like, you know, motherfuckers watching, you know, Bleach and, you know, Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop is my shit. But, yes. you know, it's not down to anime. It's just not something that I was really into or I don't get that deep into it. And I know uh, other people do. I have a lot of friends that are into anime. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I think that's just live, you know, but that's that's as far as I go. Right yeah, here. shout out to our little bars uh, podcast on Fan Bros show. Uh, yes, I love them. And, and shout out to Sharon Russell; he was a guest on there. Um, and and of course, uh, they welcomed him, and uh, you know, they wined and dined him, and gave him like cheese and other things. And I was like, wait a minute, y'all trying to steal from my network, ain't you? But <laughs> I listened to that episode. That episode yeah. was hilarious. Yeah, they had I, a couple times. I tend, so I tend to kind of be a fan of a lot of people who have great work. And I know Sarone gets tired of me because I tag him in so much shit, you know, nope. as far as... He doesn't get tired because, uh, you know, it, it's, it's recognition and, you know, someone going to listen. Sarone should have been a star already. Y'all he should have. Up. Y'all he should have. And you know what pisses me off? And, he, you know, he said something about it a while ago. And I'll see people who, you know, are, you know, great artists, whether they be musicians or, you know, in his case, he's a comedian and he's hilarious. And the videos that he would post, other people would rip them from his page, put them on theirs and not tag him. And they'll get all the likes, all of the, you know, retweets and reposts. And then, you know, you follow me on this page. Like, no, nigga, that's his shit. What is you doing? Yeah. Sarome is an actual meme. Like, like, you know, (laughs) so like, I I mean, how many of your homeboys, how many of your favorites, how many of your, your podcast, how your podcasters or your comedians are actual memes that people use to describe something. Sarome is a meme. You know, so look, look, Sarome is out there in the culture, and he needs to get recognized for his work. I he wish, really does. Yeah, I wish, I wish we could pay him like a shitload. I wish I could pay all of our hosts, including myself, because I, I, I uh, do a lot of work. But um, yeah, that, everybody, everybody on the network is dope. Like everybody. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Dan and Jeremy are funny as shit. Um, oh my god, Baker Bone is a, a damn terrorist, and uh, he is yeah. horrible. Yes, you know they're all horrible. <laughs> it's some horrible people. You know the only one that worth his salt on on our network, I should say. That. Uh, everyone, everyone's great. Um, everyone is great. Shout out to uh, all of our all the people on our network. Absolutely. Check out check out Know the Score, our sports podcast. Don DeLorente and Tyler Ball do a great job with my um, the Good Twin brother. Uh, the Libra icon, aka Dwayne Dunham, is the guest on the show this week. Um, he's the good twin because we both have the same birthday, and I'm always the evil twin. Um, and, <laughs> That's the homie. Yeah, shout out to you, Libra icon. Uh, you know, definitely proud of you, and uh, you know, much love and respect, of course, to my twin brother. Um, so this is the part of the show that oh, we shit. have some fun because I like fun and. Um, you oh, like fun, God. and we're, uh, uh, we're fun. basically I, I put every guest through some kind. But this is classic role play. Now I know what you're thinking, folks. If you've heard this, if you're hearing the show for the first time, the classic team up. You're like classic role play. He is a little perverted, and he does have a you know lady guest on this week. No, it's not that kind of role play. Son of a bitch. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the after show. That's the ah uh, uh, yes, yeah, okay. That's the, the, the un, unscripted. Um, but. This is role play of your favorite movie. Now, uh, at the top of the show, or at the top before we started recording, I asked you what your favorite movie is, and you said that one of your favorite movies, because of course, who asks a dick question like, what's your favorite movie? Like, you gotta pick one, right? Right. My, my answer changes all the time. I'm like, Karate Kid. No, Robocop. No, Karate Kid Part 2. Uh, no, um, Ernest Goes to Jail. You know, I was like, okay, well, you have a, a wide range, and you know, I don't know what the Ernest shit is about, but apparently you do. Um, so, your answer was Liar Liar. Yes, I Jim am a huge, huge Jim Carrey fan from, oh God, the, the earliest memory I have of Jim Carrey other than In Living Color is Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura was beyond fun, dumb funny. And you know what? Pet Detective was funny, but Ace Ventura when Nature Calls was dumb funny. Oh my God. And what there the- is rarely, rarely a sequel that is just as good as the original. Yeah. That does not happen very often. When I say dumb funny, like, you will laugh so hard that you will turn dumb. Yes. <laughs> if you weren't already. Yes, you, just, 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 it's, it's that, that good, that funny. If you've never seen it, uh, I'm sure that somewhere, get it on Amazon through CSPN.us, do it today. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you will, you will laugh and you will, you will thank me for it. Um, but we're going to do a scene from Liar Liar. Now, I do have the assistance of a draft script, so this might not be the real script, but um, I sent that to you, and uh, okay. so you can pull that up if uh, if you need it. I, I will probably, I trust you probably won't because you know the movie, you know the lines. Um, so we're gonna do a scene from Liar Liar. Apparently, I gotta get to that scene because I was sort of acting up. I can only imagine which scene it's gonna be because I will probably either start laughing, yeah, or. I will really start to act it out. And what, what the funny thing about me is I, I'm a big uh, person about sounds and, and pitches and dialect. That's probably what's been helping me as a musician um, to where I can imitate somebody's voice or pitch. And it, it, it's exactly like it is in the movie or in the show. It, it's pathetic. I have no life. All right. Now, do you want to play the Jim Carrey part or do you want to play like the judge and everybody else? Oh dear God! I think you got to be the Jim Carrey because you've seen the movie and you know his mannerisms and everything, and you have uh, some personality in you. Uh, and I don't know this movie that well, so I'm going to be like script. So I'll be the straight man. I'll be the judge and all the other surrounding characters. You be Jim Carrey. 
Oh, God. All right. Oh, no. So, that's your motivation. You're going to be Jim Carrey. You cannot lie. You cannot fib. You can't, you know, you can't front for the timeline. You got to keep it real. Oh, keep, shit. Got to keep it faux hunted, as they say in the streets. I don't know if they say that. but uh, They do not say that. Okay. Well, no, I'm sorry, you Negroes. You really came up with your own vernacular. I'm sorry. Um, I'm Me, you one of us. The hell you talking about? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> vernacular is just so fresh smack you know your big ballers and your brands i don't know you're watching that That, that's enough Uh, okay (laughs) yeah shout out to uh, no no shout out to them um i just know that (laughs) i just know that there's some lawyers from some other organizations that use similar initials that are keeping a close eye on that shit so lavar lonzo you all better watch your ass that's all i'm saying about that because i ain't getting in it but i'm just saying yeah you, you you heard it here first. Well, you didn't hear it first. You heard it from me. So I didn't want to gossip. That's a different Jim Carrey vehicle, the living color. But anyway, so I'm, we're going to start the scene. Um, I will be the director, and I will say um, we will start. Um, we're in the courthouse or the courtroom. We're getting ready for trial. Okay, you're setting up the scene. So I think I might already know what scene it is once you describe it. Okay, go ahead. Beowulf is going to go. All right. All rise for the Honorable Judge Marshall Stevens. Honorable. Good morning. Call case number BD some 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 uh Samantha Cole versus Richard Cole. How are we doing this morning, counsel? Fine, thank you. Oh dear God, I know this movie too well. And you, Mr. Reed? Oh shit. Why did you <laughs> something about he had like a bad sexual episode last night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And people start laughing. Well, you're still young. It'll happen more and more. In the meantime, what do you say we get down to some business? First, Mr. Reed, I see. You don't have like a continuance. <laughs> this case so has bad. been delayed several times, Mr. Reed. I realize that, Your Honor, but I would really, really, really like a continuance. I'll have to hear good cause, counsel. What's the problem? And he kind of fixes his face, trying to figure out a lie, and realizes. Problem. I can't lie. I can't lie. Commendable, Mister Reed, but I'm waiting. I'm waiting to hear a good cause. Do you have one or not? Not. Motion for continuance denied. <laughs> oh my god! Is there any chance of settlement in this case? I don't think so, Your Honor. There's something, something, and something about her having eleven point yeah. five million dollars. Yes, you got to. Well, yeah, this- you got to say the rest of the scene. Okay. Yeah, I can't even remember. This script is not even complete, so it's, uh, let's oh, stop okay, there. And right. scene. <laughs> oh, God. You have now acted on <laughs> the classic role play. You are a classic role player. Okay. All right. We we gotta we gotta find another yes, like another do. movie. Yeah, an actual finished script. We gotta find yeah. some shit like that. Yeah, thanks, internet, for nothing. I'm right, all Google and shit. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that is a movie I know like the back of my hand, and I I will sit there and laugh and laugh and laugh. And I've seen it. I don't know how many times. I have it on VHS. Yes. <laughs> it is somewhere in the attic. <laughs> Lord, don't be running up in the attic digging through shit. Trying hey, to find it's it, hot you know. up there. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. You wait till the winter time. <laughs> I ain't going to pay you. It's cold. Yep. <laughs> it's cold. It's hot. Attic gets no love. No. But you know what? 
the attic then kept my comic book collection of my 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 uh, my deep deep cuts the the valuable shit in my comic book collection nice and uh cool and dry for years. Um, see, there and, you go. And I uh, until uh, Ma Classic was like, get these comic books out of my house. I'm throwing them out. And if you want to see your sons or your you know your your, your son come to your house double quick on a, a random weekend with with un you know unsolicited just like for no reason just come drive up at record speed <laughs> i tell you i drove from virginia to new york i made i i think the trip usually driving is like five hours five and a half i was up there three and a half i sped like a motherfucker oh my god i came i parked in the driveway i came i ran upstairs i got two boxes and i put all these comics in there. I went in the attic, grabbed those. I went downstairs, and my brother's downstairs because he lives in the you know the basement area there. And I went, I like, I kicked open the door, walked <laughs> past him. I think he was making out with his girl. I went to the back room where the boiler is, and like um, behind that, I had like a little hidden piece, and I went in there and I, I, and I hit on the wall on the secret compartment, like the back cave, and that <laughs> shit opened up. I had a a stash of comics <laughs> oh back there, God. you know. <laughs> He, he was like, well, I came back out with my box, my, my crate. And he's like, what the fuck, man? And he saw what I had in my hand. He's like, oh, no, no, sorry, baby. He, he's just taking his comics. <laughs> I loaded up the car, drove back to Virginia, same day. And oh, my. This. Yes. That's how much I love my comics. <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. Three and a half hours, though. <laughs> Man, when you when the heart knows what the heart wants. Oh my god! Because I would even drive like that for Mrs. Classic unless she was like you know abducted or something. And even then, I'd be like, can't we just work out a ransom first? You ain't shit. See, no. <laughs> oh, I know she could she could whip anybody's ass because I I would laugh if like, we have we have Mrs. Classic. I'm like, really, really? Do you have all your fingers and toes? Because I know that she you know, fucked you up, didn't she? I'm like, baby, you all right? I got him all right. She's gonna have oh a foot god. on your throat. Oh my god, I can't. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I I think we could stop there with classic team up. I mean classic uh role play. And this is probably a good time to close out on classic team up. Although, of course, we could do this all night. And, you know, uh I'm sure people would pay to see that. But uh, you know what? Y'all are gonna have to keep our podcast free if you want to basically hear more episodes of us, uh, because we are going to close out the show. This is a good time to give any final words of encouragement, enlightenment, or just plain shout outs. You already know what it is in the building. Um, and <laughs> thank you for being on the show. Let people know um, whatever you want to let them know. This is your time. Uh, let's see. What do I want y'all to know that I don't already talk about on my other yeah. social just, media apps? Cause I yeah. Tend to not know when to shut up at times. Um, so first of all, shout out to CSPN for even having this network for you know folks like me to even come on the show and even talk to y'all. So thank you for you know letting me get up on the track. You know what I'm saying? Like this was great. I had a great time. Uh, shout out to all of the shows on CSPN. Um, let's see, my my friends, my my family, my fraternity brothers and sisters yeah y'all ain't know who y'all niggas are um <laughs> yeah just i don't even know who to shout out normally i'd just be randomly throwing out people but you know if i yeah. if i love you if i love you if i don't i don't fuck it yeah and if he forgot you for a reason no don't say that i don't say that but no, I, bitch. I, no. I, <laughs> 
I love the I love when people do shout-outs and they name off all these names and you be sitting there listening like my name gonna come up, my name gonna come up, my name gonna come up. I guess it won't come up. And if I forgot you, you know, I still love you though. So right, you know, don't worry my head, about not my heart. Yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm like, nah, I just I forget people. I forget everybody. I I'm gonna randomly shout out people because I just have them sitting in front of me on Twitter or on my screen. So shout out to country counselor, Memphis Sispian. She's from Memphis and Mississippi, so it's Mississippian is her Twitter uh, yeah, handle. She's yeah, she's dope. Um, uh, shout out to my wife is dope too. Uh, like they're, 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 it's funny because they are the married couple on Twitter. Like they tweet each other, and I'm like, y'all in the same house, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's your problem now. Why are these dogs barking outside? I'm like, y'all probably sitting next to each other on the couch doing that shit, and that's a rule we don't have. Like me and Mrs. Classic, we don't tweet each other. Like I don't be at her. I add her, but. I, I, like if she texts me right now on my phone, like "Hey, baby," blah blah blah. I'm like, I'm right here. Don't text me and wait for this text. Just come down the stairs or yell or something. You texted me. <laughs> oh so my I, God. I'm just like I'm very like I guess anal about it, you know. But yeah, so I'm just like, why are you doing that? But shout out to y'all cute couples that do that shit. It's dope. Um, uh, shout out to Libra account earlier. Shout out to um, uh, the real shitty. On Twitter at OTAP or at the Real Shitty, uh, aka uh, the OTAP Show. Um, uh, oh yeah, I like through, that show too. Yeah, he went through a loss recently, a personal loss. Uh, so he my did. condolences. Uh, because his brother had passed, and um, I know about burying a brother. I did that. What I did that freshman year at Virginia State. My brother passed away in the spring, uh, and I had to go up and like uh, go through that. For, funerals suck. Death sucks ass. I'm a baby. Yeah. You know, and I'm like one of those people. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. Do these? I'm gonna put these things on my will, and I'm gonna make my death like a party. And I'm like, I, I think I only want to do one outlandish thing with you know. After I basically, I want only want one like you know last request or uh, whatever they call it. I'm and I'm putting it in the will, and I already told my best friend what it's gonna be, and I told my wife what it's gonna be, and she's like, "You're an idiot." And I'm like, "No, I wanted to come do it," but basically. Um, yeah, I won't even tell about it on the show. It's enough for another time. But, so um, briefly, I just want to throw in um, how you were saying you influenced your wife to have periwinkle uh, dresses yes. <laughs> for your wedding. I want to have what do I want to have? I want to have a a Vogue ball at yes. my at my reception, and I will be voguing in my wedding dress. Like, yes. please understand, it's going down. Yes, I, I will be at the reception. I might DJ that shit. Um, I'll, hey, I'll DJ. Real talk. I mean, so yeah. if somebody you know wants to, well, nah, fuck that. I, I don't want y'all in my damn DMs. <laughs> no, but, ne- no, never mind. I do help. Get the vote. You know what I'm saying? And, and we even we even touched that. We that's something we can touch on next time you're on the show, which uh, I think is going to be very soon. Shout out to Damian Jackson. Um, you know, all, you know, that's my man's all. All day, every day on, on the timeline. He's dope. Shout out to Nick Jew and Art to the Edgy. Uh, shout out to Sean Robert. Shout out to uh, So Coco. Shout out to EB4 Prez. He uh, just joined the radio station, uh, uh, you know, just joined one of the radio shows. He's like a co host on a uh, weekly radio show. So check that out. Just uh, follow at EB4 Prez um, on Twitter for that. And Shout out to uh, Yoli. Shout out to William Bruce West. Shout out to Beauty Jackson. Shout out to the 545 Fit Challenge that the Good and Terrible Show is doing. It's not too late. Even if you're hearing this on a Monday or Tuesday, you can still join. Check that out. Um, 
I worked out, so that's one thing. I, I haven't cut out anything from my diet, but I'll probably stop. I'm going to follow along and try to do some things to in line with that. I'll probably do some positive things, some affirmations. I might live by some quotes. Uh, there'll probably be quotes by, like, um, you know, Mr. Miyagi from The Karate Kid, but there'll still be quotes nonetheless. You know, right. always, you know always what? Guy, wax on wax on. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna do some shout outs. Fuck it. Fuck it. Yes. Do some more um, shout outs. You, so we, yeah. you already know we in here. Building. Squad. You know what I'm saying? This you know, I mean, this your girl, Amber Jone. You know what I'm saying? You know how we do. We out here. <laughs> fuck that. Anyway, um <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you, of course, for for joining me and uh, you know, for, for being cool peoples. I, I think Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to come on here. Yeah, I, I, I like this wavelength we're on. It's the same wavelength. We're both uh, some sick individuals, but it's 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 great to talk to somebody that like gets it. So you know, and like I said, we go way back without even knowing it. So this is dope. Exactly. So uh, shout out to all of the Trojans on the timeline. You know, Virginia yes. State University is the best HBCU. Um, so shout out to uh, my Petersburg fam, um, eight hundred four. Uh, my Stig Phi fam, my uh, music fraternity Sigma Alpha Yoda, my frat brothers and Phi Alpha. Uh, shit, shout out to. Kappa Kappa Psi and Tall Beta Sigma, the Trojan Explosion. Shout out to all of my Masons at Eastern Stars. I love y'all. Travel Light. Uh, let's see. Shout out to my my friends that will be listening to this. Um, there are a lot of people on Twitter that, you know, that was something that we actually didn't talk about. I know we were supposed to wrap this show a long time ago. But anyway, um, I really want to say that being on Twitter and following the people that I have over the past couple of years has really help grow and shape my mind about a lot of things about myself, about the world around me. It's even helped me get in touch with my, with my blackness and kind of unpack any type of anti-black, anti-woman shit that I had about myself and about other people. So shout out to them for that. Hell, shout mm-hmm. out to all of the women on Twitter, especially all the yeah. black women. Y'all are fucking lit. And the leaders, they are leading and, yes. uh, and, 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 and it's like it should be. And I... A lot of us, um, there are a lot of dudes out there that are mature like I am that know when to shut the fuck up and step aside because it, when it's black girl time, it is. And it's a great thing. It's a wonderful thing. Um, and it's always black girl time. Always. So shout, out, shout out to Mel. When yes. it's black girl time, you shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Oh, what was the famous quote? I'll do it. Black women. <laughs> right. Fuck it. I'll do it. <laughs> but then again, so, if somebody else had a counter, like you know what? Nah, mm-hmm. we've been doing this shit for how for how long? Only for us to you know kind of get stomped, you know, stomped out, stomped on, talked about all this shit. Like nah, we gonna watch this motherfucker burn, and then y'all gonna be looking at us for help. Like hey, we tried to told you, you figure this shit out yourself. That's 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 the real right there because you, you you cannot be out here with that bullshit and thinking that you're gonna lead uh, to, to to some kind of like uh, you know revolution or not. Um, I got two final shout outs, so I want to say farewell shout out and farewell to the link up. Um, they're a podcast. They were uh, guest on Chronic Cowards oh so long ago, and they became one of my favorite shows um, from time to time. I, I, I can't say I've listened to every single episode, but they ended their three-year run, run recently. They announced that earlier this month or, or, or about a week ago. Or, and it's sad because uh, these are three women that have uh, you know put out some great shows and had some great uh, you know great uh, moments on their show. And of course, anytime you see a podcast, a fellow, uh, you know, it's it's like a fraternity. You join pod, you do podcasting, and you actually grind and put together a show. 
you're with us now because you know what it is like to be creative. It's hard, it's sad to see them go, but they're going on to different things and they're going on to different things in their lives. Uh, so shout out to Ambrella, Smoking Aces, and ASAP Bookworm. Uh, appreciate y'all. I got to meet, uh, I got to meet two of them. I think it was uh, Amber and um, Smoking Aces. I, 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 it was like two or three of them I met one time, and we was like. I mean, they they was like you're classic, you're like you're the link up, and we hugged and shit. It was crazy and it was dope. Aww. It was fresh. It was like you know, they, and but it was like that was it. And I was like, you know, ever since I was like, I'm just listening to the show, and you know, so um, shout out to them and uh, best of luck in whatever you do, um, you know, always fam. And shout out finally to um, my brother uh, G up in uh, Brooklyn. Um, he's going through right now. He um, and I want to say condolences, uh, you know, to uh, his family, um, by extension, my family, because, you know, he's he's my fam. Um, he lost his grandmother last week. Um, he, uh, you know, we mm-hmm. he lost, you know, his mom passed last year. And, you know, we went through that together. Um, and, of course, he knows I got his back. Uh, I just wanted to mention him on the show. You know, we have conversations almost regularly, like, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, help however i can from a distance but you know and my, my man my man steve is up there uh you know talking to him regularly and stuff it's like the three of us are like the three amigos and shit so uh we share mothers we share families we share experiences everything and so you know he knows i'm thinking about him i wanted to shout him on the show um so with that i want to also say thank you for um my dear friend amber here and for uh myself for mrs classic and for spider dog Live from Classic Studios, this is Classic saying, Peace out. Peace. Classic Team Up!